Huh. Actually, I like having the picture there. Yeah, yeah. I'll just just move, move over. over more. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is a much easier solution. <laughs> it's far easier. And we're good to go. Uh, we may or may not have a backside attack today. Okay, cool. He's got a headache. That's fair, man. So um, he might be out for today, and I might just do one with him tomorrow. Yeah, well, we can do whatever. We'll just let her we'll let her go. If it's a quick one, it's a quick one. If not, it's not whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the whole idea is that we're like, uh, well, well, it'll be a quick one. And next thing you know, it's like three hours later. Mm -hmm. uh, it uh, happens. Uh, uh, so, it's uh, been known to happen. And Handsome Dan, mm -hmm. how's your week? Uh, it's good, man. I'm going back to work mostly. Oh, right 50%. on. 50%. Pretty yeah, good, man. Uh, the salons are opening back up, so for now I have my shifts back. They just gave me my schedule, and I'm already doing the like the education stuff on Wednesdays, so that's fine. That just it's gonna keep happening. Oh, right on. And then I'm hoping. I mean, if that's a thing that they're gonna do, then that means maybe gyms in two weeks. Well, I mean, it looks like the twenty twenty fifth is what we're looking at for like you know everybody. Hey, twenty first is here. Let's assess, and twenty fifth just go do go nuts. Okay. Yeah. We're Really? I mean, you know, that's what everybody's saying. I don't think that's like written but in stone or the government's come out and said it. Masks off and let's <laughs> start spitting in each other's mouths. <laughs> Shirts up. Hey, hey, hey spit in my mouth. <laughs> I don't even know you. 2021, man. It's a new world. 2021, man. Spit in my mouth. I mean, like, you know, we can we can basically ransack the Capitol building in America. I can spit in your fucking mouth <laughs> if I want to. <laughs> I, can, I can ask you to spit in my mouth. <laughs> come on. I can, come on. It's not that hard. Oh, God. What is the deal? Man, today, uh, like... Yeah, so, work is... I'm excited about that, and then, um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just... That's all I'm thinking about now. I have to find a model for Wednesday, and then I'm just trying to remember, like, okay, I gotta go back to work. I gotta be a person again. You gotta you know? be a human. Ugh. You gotta find like, a model. I'm excited to work. I'm just annoyed that I had this unnecessary break. What's the uh, what's the model thing for? Like, for, like, a hair? Like, get well, somebody to cut your hair and... Yeah, so, basically, I'm doing... Uh, in-house education with the salon that I started with right. so that I can be on the floor at the salon, which oh, cool. is great because it's a re nice refresher. And then uh, I just have to get a hair, a female hair model for Wednesday, which I think I already have one I can talk to tonight, which is great. Oh, right on. Because it's a it's free hair hair job, essentially. <laughs> it sounded, make it sound super fun. <laughs> yeah, sounds give super... me a free hair job. I need you a free hair job. <laughs> hey, you want a hair job? <laughs> it's, all, you know, like an all-in-one. Yeah. Um, all good. Uh, and so... Yeah, so you're getting your hair done for free, and that's awesome. Yeah, so you should go. I should, and I have so many. I, that's the one thing I will say is, I have a lot of girlfriends that aren't. I don't really consider friends, but yeah. I know that if I said, "Do you want your hair done for free?" They're gonna be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> and and they'll say it like that as the girl. They'll well, sound like me the way I did it. The way you did. They'll say it like that. <laughs> the because... tone of voice will match perfectly. <laughs> Nobody will be like the. Of course it will. Like nobody's gonna do that like high pitch. You better believe it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's not happening. Oh all, everyone always is like, oh, like everyone does that. That's the goofy way to be excited, right? Man, that that is one of those things that I never again, like being in a in a. Not, I'm, I'm not cutting hair, but I do the job where I try to make people look pretty. I take I take photos, and that's mm -hmm. something also. Like if I ever ask anybody, hey, want free free photos? They're like, yeah, let me get my family tomorrow, Wednesday. I will get my makeup, I will get my hair. It's like, oh god, no, I yeah, just for no reason. They'll all have they'll all have their hair and makeup done somehow oh, professionally. Gee, good lord, I just want you in the park for five minutes. I got to test yeah. the lens. Or like, you know, I, I need to take some photos of how I think you always look. I like the way you look now. I want yeah. those photos. Don't go screwed up for me by dolling yourself up and taking out all your piercings and shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Be normal. Be normal. Oh, um, 
yeah, I don't know. That's good. And then I actually, I got a hike in today with Lavani and I never do that. That like my friend Lavani, well, you've met Lavani, so yeah, yeah. I don't really need to explain that to you, but yeah, First he's an time, ex-bouncer friend. They said, uh, oh, Dan's, Dan's coming with Lavani. I'm like, oh, got a new girlfriend or something? <laughs> this dude yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I've never met him. We are just like, oh yeah, you know, Lavani. Lavani. I'm like, who's this Lavani brought? And then this guy shows yeah. up who looks like he's right out of like Cossack Mountain, Russia. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. good lord! It's, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, he's he is a, a solid good dude, dude, man. Yeah, he's a rad dude, though. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. he's one of those guys you meet right away, and like, like that's a really good guy. Yeah, he fits in. <laughs> yeah, oh, he really does. You know? Yeah, he really does. It's but, weird, um, man. Like, it's odd how some people you meet that you just like click right away, and then some people you mm-hmm. meet, and like all your like red flags go up right away. Yeah, and and with him, like, I just don't know anything, like, or we have like very little in common. Yeah. But that's not why we're friends. I don't know. Like he's just, we just became friends for no reason through work. But I want to stay friends with him outside of working at a bar, right? Yeah, exactly. And he's like a good, yeah, like he's genuinely a good person, man. That guy does more, uh, probably like, no, not civic. What's the term when you do a lot of volunteer work? There's like a volunteer work. You do a lot of, right? Mean- yes, but it's <laughs> no when you do. I, uh, I know. I think I'm, what I'm you mean is I'm so it's bad your, with words. It's uh, your civic duty. Like he he takes part. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He takes way more pride in his civic duty than anybody I know because he donates blood regularly. He does donation shit. He does fundraisers. He like everything. No way. The no. guy just loves being a community giver, and it's like it shows because he all he talks about back home is being in a small town, Georgia, this small family community shit. You know, yeah. like what you mean? Like we're talking Georgia, Europe, like Eastern, yeah, Bo- yeah, yeah, Eastern Europe, way Eastern Europe, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not from like Georgia. Well, no, that's like no, Boston. he's not. He's not Georgian. <laughs> Yeah, Georgian. I, I, I yeah, know why no. I turned the Georgian into like Bostonian. He's from Georgia. <laughs> He's really not. This is hybrid mix where a bunch of Bostoners moved to Georgia uh, because of the whatever. Let's say in the next year, <laughs> they just like made a little community in the U.S. It's like the hipsters yeah, in Austin. Like, yeah, it's like Creole <laughs> but with Bostoners and <laughs> the mix. They, they speak patois with like a hard Boston accent. Yeah, patois. <laughs> patois. <laughs> what language is that? That's the patois. <laughs> yeah, and they're in Georgia, and Georgia's like, why do you guys talk like that? No one here talks like that. Nobody so, does. Nobody no, does. Not even we don't and speak patois or anything. So I love a good, like, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of Boston, Boston. Uh, I've been there. I just didn't get along. But I'm I a huge feel, fan of Boston. It reminds me of Irish people. The, well, they are Irish people. I know. They're like American newfies in a big city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. American Newfies in a big city. I don't, uh, I don't, man, that's one of those things where, like, you see people do, and I've never, I've never been one to, like, back away from doing volunteer work, but I've never also been the kind of person who's like, that's my jam, volunteer yeah, work. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, should I do feel more. like, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I don't avoid it, but I don't make the effort to do it either, so yeah. I'm like, well, what kind of a person am I? Am I yes. a good person? <laughs> my closet I'm asshole? I'm very happy. yeah, yeah. I said, am I a closet asshole? Like, I think I'm a closet asshole. <laughs> like, I mean, I kind of wonder sometimes, and I'm yeah. like, I don't think I would reject an opportunity thrown my way for well, such things, but until that happens, I'm not going to step my foot out. To well, do here's it. the thing. When people ask me, hey, do you want to come on down and help out with whatever? I'm always like, yeah, for sure. I mean, you're my yeah. friend. You're asking me. I like you. I want to help you, so I'll come and do it. But it's mm. like, if I see it on TV where the call comes out for like volunteers where somebody I don't know asks me, I'm like, eh, no. There's people who know them. Yes. They're good. They have friends. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, I, I unfortunately feel the same way. Man, feel it's like, like we're uh, not doing enough. Yeah, like, I'm, I, yeah, I'm not doing enough. Like when you see those like uh, donate to UNICEF dealies and some, some dude who's a millionaire is on TV and he's trying to tell you like, help this kid. 
You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would if I knew him. I'd totally help him. But you're a millionaire. Open your open your checkbook. You help him. You yeah. help him. <laughs> Tell the CEO like, for that company to take a pay cut. I'm helping him by doing this video. Yeah. Oh, man. I <laughs> always feel bad for those kids, and then he leaves. Pip, pip, pip. I do, I do feel bad for those kids. They, they got it rough out there. I know. I don't, uh, like, I wish that when I hear about the kind of money that a person made off of a thing they did, and, like, 2% of it would have ended hunger in 14 countries, I'm like, can you just dump 2% over there and not worry about it? It ain't hard. Uh, you know, any like, hard. Well, you that's made like a billion dollars. What's two percent of that? Was it? I think it was with you or with uh, with Raj. I was talking about the whole Mackenzie Scott thing, where she's like turning charity work and donations on mm, its head. Right? Yes, that was me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The woman. That's the woman that got that Bezos. Amazon guy's ex-wife. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, no, I'm gonna take the money I made and yeah. actually pay off stuff. Yeah. Like, world hunger <laughs> well like, yeah oh, she's taking the idea of billionaire volunteer or billionaire donations and volunteer work and she's like here's how you do it like you guys are only doing it to maintain your wealth when really like mm-hmm. my money is growing so much faster and i'm not even as rich as you people well i'm i'm equally as rich as you people and i can still mm-hmm. give it away and have it back in the end of the year so she's, she's showing like, how it can be done yes yeah. and she's just i mean people people looked at her at first and like hey look it's the ultimate gold digger and she's like nope <laughs> and she yeah. just she's just donating money yeah, and, you know, obviously she was smart about it because she's like, I didn't just take a lump sum so I could live off of it. I yeah. took investment money so that I could continue growing it and therefore use it yeah. perpetually. It's a perpetual money machine. It's we a perpetual decide. money machine. It just continues funneling money at problems that need to be fixed with yeah. money. Oh, man. There was a show <laughs> years ago where this one guy was like, Jeez. uh, huh? No, no, I was ahead. saying there's a show years ago where a guy was doing that. It was like um I think one of those dudes in like one of those like Canadian American joint broadcast kind of shows. I think it was James okay. James Purefoy, I think is the actor's name, but he was in like um that uh, Heath Ledger night movie. Wasn't one of their all like dancing and they play Queen. What? That movie with Heath Ledger oh, where he played the jouster. Yeah, I remember Heath Ledger was a, like a joust champion where he was like that kid who was a, his knight dies. Oh, Knight's Tale. Knight's Tale. Yeah, yeah, Knight's Tale. Yeah. He played mm-hmm. the dude who, like, he shows mercy on, James Purefoy, I think, right? Where there's that one oh, dude okay. who's, like, the, the prince, and he's like, please don't murder me. I just wanted to joust. And he's like, cool, I won't. And it turns out that guy's the king, or he's, like, he's like oh, royalty. Oh, yeah, yeah. But okay, that fuck, man, guy, I watched that one time, and I was like, why? I never understood why it was such a popular cult movie, but it was. Like, it it's was. A, yeah, it's fun. But I only watched it the one time. I'm like, I don't know. I was okay. Really but good. I should watch it now and probably look at it differently, and I yeah. probably enjoy it. Yeah, you know, it doesn't take itself seriously. Is what I think people liked about it. Yeah, that makes way more sense now. Yeah, it's just as a it's... kid, I took it very, very seriously. <laughs> see, that's and therein lies a problem. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I see that now. Like uh, last action hero. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Misinterpreted the entire film as a child. And and now you can watch it fucking hilarious yeah. it's actually <laughs> not a bad it. movie yeah yes a yeah. really good movie actually yeah i mean because like it's one of those things that like it's self-aware like commando is super self-aware if you watch it with those goggles on oh god it is but it's like come on you guys don't yeah, do yeah, that yeah, to yeah. people that don't know any better exactly. <laughs> like me sometimes no it is like the wwf of like uh, of movies where there are people on mm-hmm. the outside who are like no he punched that guy in the face so hard. Like, like no, yeah. man. The rocket launcher scene is meant to be played for laughs, not for you to be like, he took a rocket launcher that should be on the back of a helicopter and put on his shoulder and doesn't have a trigger, but like he found a trigger. It's like, dude. Did you see the log he was carrying earlier that day? Exactly. 
beak, whatever that was, the, the thousand pound log he was carrying on his shoulder. I saw that one too. Yeah. Man, do you remember when he saw the reflection clearly in his axe of his daughter so he didn't murder her? Mm-hmm. Like yes. it's played for laughs, man. A dull pipe through a man's oh. stomach tor- thrown as a spear. As a spear into a so boiler. Powerful. <laughs> yeah, so, so powerful, powerful that it pierced a human body, continued into a into a piece of steel. Yes. Or iron. Well, whatever. Iron. Whatever it was. But I always Easily. make the, the joke about how, like, if he did that in real life, where's the big chunk of steak that came flying out and <laughs> hit him in the chest? <laughs> that the pipe essentially vomited out first. Yeah. Like it hits him and like boom, this piece is like comes out. You know what someone needs to do is add that stunt into another movie randomly. Yes. But do it that way and see if anyone's like, little do they know it's an homage to Commando, but I did it properly with yeah. the junk and the, and the realism. The intestines in the middle of the poop and just, the steak just like <laughs> flying out. And it's gross. So gross. Yeah. It's and, so and, gross. And they add in the commentary that it's like, I did that on purpose to prove that this is what Commando would have looked like. If they... Oh, exactly. Oh, man. Man, I don't People know. People watched um, that movie just for that. Just for that one scene. I don't know if you've watched uh, any of the new Magnum P.I. show, but it's like brainless junk food no. shit, right? It's actually not a bad show. It's not Magnum P.I., but it's not a bad show. There's just like something to watch, right? Was it not like the like Lethal Weapon junk food, the new anim- animated, yep. the new miniseries? Yeah, same thing. Where they just like took okay. a concept, remade it, different different kind of a style, but it's still fun but mm-hmm. dumb, and it's like kind of like somewhat self aware as well. But they actually like portrayed a realistic gunshot wound for the first time. Like a guy got shot mm-hmm. in the leg, and he like went into shock, and it wasn't like he walked it off. They had to get the bullet out, and it was incredible pain from beginning to end. And he's like, "Before I pass yeah. out, please save my life." <laughs> He just—he didn't just forget that he got shot ten minutes ago yes. and now walks perfectly fine with a bit of a limp. Totally fine. Oh, okay. He's like, no, that thing's near actually, my femoral he artery. Was up from- he was fucked up. He's like, I'm—I'm I'm gonna bleed out. Like, I'm gonna bleed yeah. out and probably die from this because the bullet went into my leg and now my leg is useless. He's like, yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like that never happens. Like all of a sudden, like that's why I keep saying, like the movies have skewed the way people's brains like perceive reality. The, the five second timer. Yeah. The five second timer. Yeah. The like if that bones. bomb explodes at zero, you are blown up by the shockwave of the blast. Yes. Because at five seconds, you should have probably been 20 minutes away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to get away, man. I mean, like the building goes down and they just like, they're running out of a boat, like a building exploding. But yeah. everybody's okay. They're fine. They're totally fine. They got out of there before zero, man. I Come just on. Go before zero. Hey, you were uh, saying you had a hike today. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, so Lavani does this all the time. Man, hmm. look what the hell just happened. <laughs> We just went on this movie bullshit. Tangents, man. Yeah, I, get, I know. I forget. But it's been a while, right? I forget yeah, that. I that's what happens. Uh, yeah, I don't do it enough. Lavani does it lots. And then I saw that the weather was nice. And I've been like, I've been dodging it, avoiding going, uh, honestly. And for no reason other than pure laziness. Yeah. And so I said, fuck it. It's, it's supposed to be plus four on Sunday, I told him, if you can find a good spot, you know the spots, let me know, let's just go early in the morning. So mm-hmm. we got out of there, left town at six, uh, drove to Kananaskis, did a 13-kilometer up, like not all the way uphill, but up to a peak called yeah. Yates Mountain or something. Yates, I don't know. Right. It's a mountain. And uh, it's a 13-kilometer hike up and down and came back, got home at, like I didn't realize, I got home at 5.30, right? And I'm like, shit, I guess oh, that damn. was the whole day. But <laughs> Not bad, though. But, yeah, that's cool, and I'm glad, because I was like, man, it's going to be like, it was 
raining and snowing all the way back. There was car accidents all the way back and shit. Yeah, Terrible I got weather. gross about an hour ago. Like an hour, yeah. maybe two hours ago, yeah. Really, really bad, yeah. And uh, it's supposed to be minus 20 on Wednesday. So oh, gross. maybe I just like get it in. I, my thought process is get one in before it's too late. Yep. And then you miss out on all winter. Feel bad about it. Yeah, man. You should go more and hang out with Levani more because he's from Eastern Europe and he has no family or friends here other than a very small group of people. So, oh, that's a, that's a real bummer, man. Like, I mean, we don't. Yeah. Like, I we've never dealt with that. I mean, well, you have no, to extend, man. right? Like, I mean, you kind of moved out of your hometown for a little bit. I did. Like, I moved away from and people. Like, my parents. Well, my dad moved up here, but like, yeah, like I decided to move away from the small town kind of thing. But yeah. I didn't really. It didn't affect me that way. Like. For him, like he hasn't seen his mom in over ten years or something crazy like that, you know, Holy in mackerel. person. Yeah, and he's only thirty. Like he moved here when he was a kid with his dad. Oh, get out! Like a teenager, huh? like a, like a, or was he a teenager or was he just in his? I should I can't recall, but how many years ago that was? But yeah. it was. He moved here with his dad, and they stayed here, and then he passed away a few years later. Oh wow! So Lavani, no, Lavani was an adult at that point then because he was living on his own. He was essentially taking care of his dad because he was pretty old. Mm-hmm. But yeah, his dad passed while he moved after they moved here. So he and they moved like can't go back moved. Oh, so it was like escaping political strife or some shit like that. Kind of. Yes. In a number of different ways. And so, uh, yeah, moved to protect him and to save them or whatever, essentially. And then because, I mean, there was still a lot of turmoil with Russia in the 90s. Yeah. And that's when he grew up. And yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, he has nobody here and he has a few select people he likes to hang out with. And I am always like, oh, yeah. And so I'm going to ask. And so, yeah, I should do it more. Yeah, man. <laughs> so no, which we did cool. today, and I think it made him, I think he was a lot happier. And you get to spend time, like, man, we catch up. It's a three-hour drive. you just like, how's life? What's going on? How do you feel about everything? That's awesome, so, man. Well, there's your charity work. Su- Sorry? <laughs> there's your charity work. <laughs> there's your volunteer work. There's your volunteer work. Yeah, that is not, I I, that, I feel, almost feel guilty for calling it that. That's oh, God. Me, that's, that should be teaching me to know better. That's my yeah, community yeah, yeah. service. That's your community service. That's what I'm saying. Do this more often, you dummy, you know? Yeah, well, that's cool, man. No, I, but it is nice that you take the time because you know what his situation is. Like, it's just like, it's building his, like, uh, like mental health up a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, because, man, he'll, he'll go, he does, he, he'll finds his own fun, man. He's not yeah. reliant on anybody. He's such a self-sufficient person, but... Yeah. Uh, there are people that he always just check, and I always said, always check with me, man. You never know. But yep. I wanted to make a point of going this time. That's really and, cool, uh, man. And it's just like, go on a fucking hike. Yeah, like what's like? Why am I not going on hikes? Go right? on a hike once a month. That is one of those <laughs> things. Like, I mean, we always kind of think to ourselves, like, um, oh, I wish there was something to do, or I should do this, or um, I'd walk on White Ave. I had the time. It's like, well, why don't you get in your car and drive out of town and walk in the woods and then come back? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that seems weird. It's like, yeah, well, so does getting a coffee on White Ave with your phone. And or or just sitting on the couch staring into space, thinking oh. about things you should be doing and stressing out about it because you're not doing anything. Stop the stop the cycle. Phenomenal <laughs> <Just> point. <laughs> Phenomenal just point. Just go, man. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm just going like to sit at home. Said, just drive out of town yeah. and walk around for five or ten minutes in the yeah. forest or something. Like yeah. that, that enough for you is moments of reflection that we don't do anymore yeah, for some reason. That's I used so to do bananas. that, like kind of stuff all the time. Not necessarily that type of thing just the reflection you get from a long drive uh, that alone like just that's it i mean i used to do that thing at nighttime where i would always just drive around like just around i'd go in one direction see some part of town i didn't know and then just drive back again but like you know you got your music on you got your sunroof open whatever like well, what we do in thailand we're overseas like you get on your scooter and like it's two in the morning i'm just gonna drive around town 
oh, it's so serene at yeah. that point. Like, when the city is so insane. Yeah. And then, and you know, it's not even that insane, but it's active as hell. Compared oh, it's, to some places, that's right? right. It's really active. But, yeah, when, man, those, there's a few hours where there's actually nothing going on. There, oh, yeah. And it's, you got those wide lanes, man. Oh, man. Remember? <laughs> the, well, I, I know. <laughs> I know the well. <laughs> I've uh, I've yeah. flipped I've flipped a bike on those wide lanes, but no, like there well, were. I never like I wasn't even there that much, and I just got so much out of the experience. Like compared oh, yeah. to you and Luke going the amount of times you guys went, like. Oh man, yeah. I mean, like I look back at how many times I've gone, and Luke has gone almost twice as many times as I've gone. Right. And like I look back, I'm like, man, I've been there almost every other year or every year for the last ten years, and he's there yes. every year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he committed to it for what? How was that 10 years or 5 5 years, 6 years? It was 2008 or 7, 8 I think the first time we went. Okay, wow. Yeah. And so then he he's, he was back every single consistent. year. Consistently. Yeah, yeah, consistently. Cuz I was like 8, 9, uh 11, 13, 14, 16, 16, 16, 17. And then he was like yeah. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Like he was there every single year. Yeah, I think I just did what the fourteen, and then the oh no thirteen. Well, my 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 four years ago trip yeah came up, and my eight years ago trip came up oh, at the same go. time. And I'm on Facebook again because of work, so all the memories. I was like, oh, how both of the trips that I went on last <laughs> time uh, this year was the time. Uh, Great. Uh, that's a, thanks for kicking me in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about you? Uh, why don't you come back and just like. Step on my face or something. I don't know. I mean, you know. Yeah. I'm just sitting here. It was here. funny. Yeah, man. That's that's a bummer. Like, when you think about how much better your life is when you're traveling. I know. And, I mean, I know it's kind of like you're escaping real life, but you're not. Like, if you – I could have been just as happy living there, man. I don't know. Yeah, I man. was like, if I started stay, – if I stayed here longer and worked, I was this fucking close to being like, Matt, do you want a couple of days off while you're here at this, at this uh, hostel? Yeah. Uh, you work here every day. Why well, don't we you should just explain give me a place for people who don't know. Matt, Matt, a friend owns a hostel mm. where people can just go and hang out. And then you were pretty close to just being like, "I'll work here two days a week." Yeah, because you are here every day. You live yeah. here. Yeah. Why don't you give me a room here and I'll just and pay me what you think is fair for me yeah. to have some spending money and I'll work. Because if to me it's like if I could do that for a year, I'd just like fuck it, man. Like that's yeah, just, man. that's a year that I can just decide to do that with and now don't look back for sure but what after I, that whatever go back home you know uh, reset your mind i would have been uh shit that was when i was 34 turning yeah. 35 yeah yeah wouldn't have been that big of a deal it's not that big of a deal at all even now really like i look i look at myself now i'm 42 and i'm thinking to myself i've got like so much time left and i'm relatively so young like, I mean, I could just decide to up and take my shit and hit the road, get my camera and maybe like start selling photos again or just like start doing digital art while I'm over there and see if I can open a little shop, sell some T-shirts and just not be here. Yeah, man. Like, why not? Or like, I've always thought of it like that. Like, if I'm going to cut hair and get good at cutting hair, yeah. I want to know it's something that I could literally fold into a bag yeah. and take somewhere and open up and, and do that. What a good feeling, though. Like what a yes. great feeling that you can just put your stuff in a shoebox size, your your livelihood, yeah. and it'll it'll make you money. Yeah, yeah. And and I think to myself, if I go somewhere with literally nothing, well, anything I pick up is better than what I had before I got there. Yeah. 
Exactly. If I get a small house, if I get a little, and I don't mean oh, I'm going to change my life and move to Thailand and nope. live in a cave. No, I mean like the opportunity to travel mm-hmm. and work in a, almost any country or environment for me, even if it's for a short period of time, is just like worth it. Like, oh, for sure. Even when I was, tra- if I was traveling just to travel, I would just do it anyway and then just give free haircuts or something to locals or something crazy, you know, Why just not? something fun like that. Like, just something, like, you know what, making kids happy with free haircuts that aren't going to take yeah. your time or cost you anything. Like, you know, no, it's a plug I'll, in I'll your hands. Yeah, you get a tan. What, mm-hmm. like, I remember when I got there in, um, was it 16? And you'd already been there for a while. And I came and met you guys at, at the, uh, the hostel. And you were basically running the front desk. Like, I came in and, like, you were, oh, yeah. you were helping yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, God damn, Dan is going to live here. And he looks really happy. Like you were, you were yeah, like, just, Hey, yeah. welcome aboard. Saver. I know, man. Dude, I loved it there. Yeah. I was so, and those two girls were fucking hilarious. Yep. Just the trashiest. They weren't trashy, but to me, no. I don't know British chicks. They were kind of they trashy. Were trashy they were kind of trashy. Great, though, like so honest and yep. sincere about everything. And they, and Matt was obviously they were the best part was we got to be there yep. for the three of them seeing each other after a long period of not seeing each other. Oh yeah. They were chummy, man. They were really tight. Oh man. Well, they grew up together. Yeah. And so then the two girls are like, hey, we're traveling. Yep. You have to fucking come see me, right? They were doing Asia, and it's like, I loved it, because we were just along for the ride, man. Yeah. I really wish we would have went out on a crate. They were this close to being like, we should go get fucking destroyed. I'm like, oh, man, oh, this is going to go insane. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, we never really know. did, though, huh? Like, we never, I mean, it was no. a weird trip for me, because I don't think I got drunk at all on that trip. I'm not a huge drinker anyway, but, like, when I go overseas, I just get fucking trashed. And, um, yeah, I usually do at least once or twice. Once or twice. And I don't think I drank until we got, like, really drank until we got to the wedding. That's fair. And then we, we tied one on because, you know, we were we were making fun of a few people. <laughs> we were oh, yeah, of course. Time. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you, the highlight, maybe the highlight of that trip for me is when a person told us that there are no uh, all-inclusive resorts in Thailand. And as they were talking, oh, my, my phone rings, and you have texted me from across the table like a yeah. list of all-inclusive resorts in Thailand. I look at my phone, I look at you, and you're like... <laughs> I just, I, yeah, and I was like, come on. I said, do you know why? In my head, I'm like, yeah. there's nothing at 2,000 or less. Yeah. They're all up because you're in Thailand. You don't need a $2,000 all-inclusive resort. It's cheaper than that. It is way cheaper. Like, it, uh, that just drove me crazy because I'm <sighs> like, you guys could have stayed here with Luke. Mm-hmm. This could have been all-inclusive, if, yep. but you would have paid a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have had a good time, though. Yeah. Or, you know, like they did stay at a really, they wanted to do a nice hotel at near the end of the trip. So they totally did in Bangkok. They did the whole nice, the whatever the touristy one was to yeah, do. Yeah. Totally Pay too fine. much for beer and water. They knew they didn't care. That was great. I'm glad they did that. But yeah, like you misguided ideas of, of a trip are just so like, like this isn't Mexico, man. No, man. And you can do Mexico without that shit too. Yeah. Oh, you know? for sure. Like, I mean, you can do Mexico on the cheap, all inclusive and have a really good time as well. But mm-hmm. like, you know, you've got to put a little bit of effort into finding it. Dude, the people I know that just get a really nice Airbnb with a f- huge balcony pool. Like they, I know a couple of families, they just got like a mansion. Yeah. It's not, it's not hard, man. Like my aunt no. likes to do the, um, the Airbnbs and the VRBOs. So we always do this little, little family thing. Cause we've got like a few family members that we really enjoy traveling together. So me and my okay. uncle, he's not that much older than I am. I think he's like 15 years older than I am. We get along really well. So we, uh, we always go, and me and him just hang out, and my aunt, my mom, and whoever else with us, they'll go hang out. And then we'll get these, like, little places where you can just go get, like, eight rooms in an apartment somewhere. And, you know, you buy your own food, do your own shit, but, like, you're in yep. the middle of some sea town, 
There's no tourists because nobody wants to see these tourists. Last time we stayed in this place where like all the celebrities like to stay, but we stayed in the off season, so it was dead. And it was just like oh. we basically had an entire golf course and resort like to ourselves. And everybody was like super nice and happy to see you talking about who was there last week. Like, <laughs> you just missed blah, blah, blah. It's yeah, like well, great. We, we had actually just missed Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. interesting. He, he had been That's there pretty... like a week before. Like he left a week before he got there. Huh. And the guy was telling and... us about it. I don't know. What? I think the guy was like the, the security guard is telling us about it. So that was like kind of oh, okay. neat, right? Yeah, that's good. I like that. And like, it's just, if you knew that you got there, I mean, if, I don't know, he, maybe he knows when the off season is too. And he got there just at the beginning of it. You know, it's like, you never know. Yeah. I'm sure he's the kind of guy that doesn't want to be there with. The no, rest. man, he wants to just like disappear. <laughs> and you know what? We're like that too. Like we, we found a few spots where you can just kind of like, we knew you, when you get those places, you get access to a few private beaches. So, um, you know, you split the, the fee, which is, I think like four grand, you split it five or six ways. And next thing you know, you're all getting a little tag to go on a private beach somewhere and you just disappear and there's nobody there. And you're just like by yourself in the waves and hanging out. Amazing. It's just amazing, amazing, man. And like, you know, the food's cheap. No, I think the food's cheap. So you're not worried about like how much you're spending. Yeah. And you're just like, you're having, it's hot there. You're probably not eating a lot because it's, you know, you're just having a few meals throughout the day and easy, easy to cook food. Uh, Also, I feel like your family is probably really fun to hang out with. Yeah, like they're on one of those trips. Like you've met my mom. They're basically like yeah, for, all like her. For me, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's for me. I was like, this will be great because everyone's just going to be easygoing and super just chill, hanging out. I always, they're, they're like, I, they'll probably always constantly be asking me if I want to eat food because they're probably just like, are you good? Are you good? You are want you good? food? I'm like, sure. Thanks. You know, Save just made more food. I'm always, I'm yeah, always yeah. cooking, man. Like we go over the because I, I enjoy doing it. Oh, you do it there. I do a lot of cooking when we're over there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love because I, re- I enjoy cooking anyway. And um, I've worked in a bunch of restaurants. So I'm like, I'm just that I fall into that mode really quick. Mm. If I get a sharp knife and I get butter and garlic and salt, I'll make anything. Like I'll make oh, whatever, cool. man. So I really enjoy doing that. Next thing you know, like I'm just standing by the, the kitchen all day long making stuff. And then we're all eating and having fun. And then you go to the pool and you have, you just have a good time relaxed. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're keep, the thing is, too, I think maybe what's going on is you're keeping busy the whole time while you're visiting and talking and almost yeah. it's like you're you're in an unintentionally hosting at that moment. Yeah. And if you're just kind of putzing around all day, well, you're always just like in the kitchen and yeah. you're going to get a new beer. You know, it's just so much easier when I go. I, the only time I really think of it that way is I was on a houseboat where I just got up early. And I, of course, I the houseboat was a bunch of people my age at that age. Yeah, I had to sleep on the worst bed that, which was basically just the kitchen table. Oh, gross! So I didn't sleep there. I slept on the in, sitting upright in the bench. So I'd wake up at seven a.m. after drinking all night. You're like a hitman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, like I'll just fall asleep here for a couple minutes and yeah. get back to my day. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. No, I would just, I'd start cooking something and then it's just there and you're just, all right, you know. Yeah. Before you realize it, you are kind of like the de facto host. You're hosting it. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody else is kind of like looking to you, but like, whoa, what's going on? What's cooking? Can I help? You're like, sure. Get, you know, get a knife, get some potato chips. Let's make something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, I enjoy that. I really do enjoy that kind of stuff. We haven't had a chance, I think like since or before like 2016, we're a big group of us that all get along. Got to go somewhere together wow. and do that. Why wouldn't we? Why I don't. I'm not somebody who's like, oh yeah, all inclusives. I they suck. I'm not trendy like that. I would also go to one at least once or twice because it's somewhere you can just check out and be lazy. Yeah. But also doing that yeah. option, the Airbnb option, with like 
everybody like the the family ones mm-hmm. and the single ones and the couples like Mike this would be something Mike could do oh yeah for sure if they save if they saved up and bring the kids if they wanted him to come there and or if it was only fun. a week it's like well grandma's got the kids for the week while we go to Mexico for sure like maybe I mean it seems like to me that would be awesome to see them and like and if Luke and Toy want to bring uh Remy it yeah. doesn't matter right well but also like how much fun would it be to have those kids around like you know because I like having yeah, little ones running around and goofing off and stuff while you're all playing on a beach somewhere. Yeah, man, yeah. it just cuts the tension a lot of times. You're just yeah. there, everyone's there hanging out, just doing a hang. You know? Yeah, just and if Uncle you don't want to hang out, way too much sun. That's why he's tired, not from drinking all day. That's right. He's not drunk. <laughs> and he's good. <laughs> and he's pointing his finger in your face <laughs> like this, and the kids like get you know, like that's what the kid sees. What are you doing, drunk ass? <laughs> what, what are you? Why, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know you, man. Oh yeah, man. Oh, good grief. Yeah, that's something I would love to do. Yeah, no, I think love like that. that kind of traveling to me would be a lot of fun. I mean, I do enjoy doing the alone stuff. I've always enjoyed doing that kind of stuff too. But the group things every right. now and then, it just makes you feel like you're, you know, it makes you feel like you're part of something. It makes you feel like you're part of a community. Uh, people, yeah, that like seeing each other. Yep. And it's not like uh, we need to take them all to Thailand. No. It doesn't mean I'm, that I'm we real, all have I'm to. I'm a realistic human being. Like I'm, I like it if they're gonna have like kids around and shit. If we're gonna do an actual Mexico trip and yeah, yeah, like that. You're right, man. It just makes it. It makes it uh, just that much better. There's just more going on. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've been I've been in a couple nightmare scenarios where I've been in like big family groups where it just turns into it evolves, right? Oh, fair. We're like, yeah, oh god, that fair. was the worst thing we've ever done. But then you just know you kind of. It sounds bad, but you kind of pick and choose who you want to go with. And you make sure you're with the strongest possible group. And if you want to take off after a while, you just kind of like ditch the group and you take off after a while. Yeah. And like you guys have kind of your own rooms, you yep. know, like whatever the hell they want to do it. If it's a house or if you, you said if you man, if that's the off season, Jesus, you can get like half of a whole condo unit building or something like four floors of rooms. Oh, man, we did um the room that we the place that we had was probably about, I would say, 1500 square feet, maybe more like in one apartment. Mm-hmm. So it was like an apartment of 1,500 square feet. It had eight sleeping areas with like uh, four bedrooms. So you had like two masters and then one big ass room with two queen beds in it. And then you had Mm. like another gigantic room with like two bunk beds and then two more sleepers on the other side. So it was like just all rooms. It's just a bunch of rooms and then one gigantic living area. And then like everybody had a washroom. And then there's a washer dryer. So you can just kind of take care of yourself as you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm big into that. Oh, man. I also would like to do another like psycho trip though. One of those crazy kind of like what I do with India where you just go across country and test yourself. Oh, wow. Hey, yeah, oh man. man. I've done a few if of those I, already. If I knew, well, sorry, say, well, say that again. I've done a few of those already and I would lo- I would yeah. like to do it again just to see if I can keep up like, you know, a few years later. Well, didn't you, I, I feel like I only know about like the second one more or like the, the because it was like you were more better prepared or the first one because it went way worse or something. I don't remember. The first one was crazy. I feel like, yeah, I feel like they're all one trip in my brain, unfortunately. Because yeah. the, the, there were situations in all of them. Like there were, <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. The um the first one was I didn't know anything about it. Like, I mean, I'm like we're Indian where we have we're ha- like we basically have Indian in our, in our heritage. Majority well, you of can it. you can talk to people if you need to. Right? Yeah, like, I speak Hindi. Get, yeah. Yeah, so um, for me, the first one, I was I had kind of gone nuts, and I went to Thailand, and then I decided from there that I was just going to do like a major excursion into India. My cousin just kind of suggested it. Hey, you should okay. think about it, because I've done it once or twice, and maybe you should, you'll like it. So without even thinking, I was in Bangkok, and I just went down to the embassy, and I got myself a visa. 
Wow. So it was like spur, the, like super spur of the moment. So then I went down. I met Luke for a little bit. I did like I think um, six weeks in in Thailand, and I just left. And I did another seven and a half weeks where I just traveled from Mumbai all the way across to Calcutta, in every like way imaginable. So I was like uh, planes, trains, horses. Uh, I did a motorcycle. I did a camel. Like I did, I did all the different modes of transportation all the way across oh into uh, into Calcutta. And now so, I didn't go south. I didn't go super far north. But I just went across one way. Damn, you time, did yeah. you did all the way across the middle, essentially the most middle you can do. Yeah, kind of like the the mainstream middle of India. I did. With, I did right without across. Pot, yeah, without risking severe death from isolation in a desert. Uh, no, I did three days in a desert. Dang. I did. Yeah, I did. I did a three day trip. I did one excursion that was a day and a half. And I did. <laughs> I did four days. And I did another another excursion that was three days. Around three days up northeast. I went northeast-ish on Camelback. And that whole trip took you, it's like a how long trip? A month Seven and a half trip? weeks. About just under eight weeks. Jesus. Yeah. It Why? Was just, uh, man, I was in one of those places in my head where I'm like, I'm just, just going to do it. I mean, I had. But why? No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> you, I totally understand when you said you just did it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. But <laughs> no, but like, is it? I obviously don't know geography that well, but like, is India that fucking big that you have to pretty big pick how far you go? Or do you stay where you like, I'm not, ru- it's not a rush trip. It's no. like, I might stay here for five days yeah. and then move on. I'm like, okay. That's so you took your time to do like other shit. Maybe. Yeah. So I did like, um, I got to Mumbai and I checked out the city cause you know, I, I was in the slum. I, I stayed almost, I was slum adjacent. So the hotel <clears> I was in, I'll show you some photos sometime that like the hotel I was in was like a half a building. Like it looked like it had been bombed out. Because they were under construction, so they just like took a, like one of those like diggers and just cleaved half the building off. Just like get rid of this side. <laughs> oh yeah, we're good. Start to, fixing it, dude. To get to one of the uh, the room I was in, I had to like walk across and then open a door. Well, a door like doors open, but the, because the wall is open, and then you walked across like a mm. plank, like a scaffolding plank to get across the other side of the building, and then you go to your room. Like that was the kind of hotel I stayed in. And then when you go down and out, you're literally you're. I don't know if anybody knows what the CST is. But that's like the main train terminal. Like that's the crazy train terminal, the one all the movies okay. show you. And I, I just across from that, that's where I was. And just out the door and around the corner, you're entering into like you know the slums essentially, right? And um, it was great. Like I just wanted to experience it. I wanted to walk through it. I wanted to see it. I was I looked like a hobo. Like I mean, at that time I had hair, so I had that weird ass mohawk, and I had oh. like all my like my torn up shit and clothes and stuff. So I just like walked around looking a little bit wild. I was I was in a weird headspace too. I'd lost a ton of weight. Because, you know, we were training and fighting in Thailand. So, I mean, I, I was in that, that headspace where I'm just going to, like, yeah. I'm going to travel like a local. And then I just did all that. And then I did five days there. And then I did five days in uh, Odaipur, which is, like, kind of northwestish. And then uh, I did five days in Jaisalmer, which looks like an Indiana Jones-type town. It's a walled city that's, like, you know, a thousand years old. Cool. And then from there, I did, like, uh, like the temples all the way across, like, Jaipur into Delhi. And then from Delhi, I went down into Agra, and I did about a week and a half on the Ganges. Well, I got to row a boat with a guy. Like, he got to know me well enough to where I, I show up in the morning, and we'd row across the river. And he's like, I don't have anybody. So I'd throw him, like, 20 bucks, and we just, like, row a boat across the river. And he's like, him and his kid were, like, awesome. Like, it was so much fun, man. Huh. Yeah, and then there, from there, like, I went like, straight like to Calcutta. You just, you, so the, you just took the boat every morning to get to a different place? No, just for fun, because like he kind of really? knew me. Yeah, He kind of knew me, because the guy who I took a ride with the day before, or actually, you know what, it was him first. I went down to the riverbank, so I wanted to take a boat ride down the Ganges. 
So uh, I went with him in the morning, and we just did like one of those little boat rides. And then he told me, come here tomorrow afternoon, and we'll do another one at, at the nighttime. We'll do the whole night tour. So we're talking, and we're having a good time, and he shows he showed me around. He showed me all the different guts and stuff. And then um, after a while, I just went there in the morning. Uh, two days later, I went there in the morning. And he's like, you want to go again? I'm like, sure. Like, how much? And he's like, no, don't worry about it. But I'm like, no, here's, here's like, you know, three, like, I think I gave him a thousand rupees or something like that. And he's oh, like, okay. awesome, man. So then he's like, do you want to row? So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll row. So next thing you know, I just show up in the mornings and row with the guy, like, down the down the river. <laughs> you got this, you got this guy who's like, I got this crazy tourist yeah. that pays me to let him row the boat. Exactly. Oh, it was <laughs> awesome, man. And then um, Don't from him. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure, right? I got this psychopath. Like, it's a great racket. Just don't tell. Yeah, anyone. don't tell anyone about this money I'm making. The cash I'm making, like a thousand dollars a day, just for this schmuck to row about. Every morning you're just there. You're like, here you go, like a crazy person. He's oh, like, yeah. get in, take us somewhere. Oh my god, it was so much fun. And then the next awesome. morning after that, like one of the mornings, I was at my, uh, I was getting the internet because like, this is like 2009, so you, I didn't have the phone internet access back then, right? And this one dude is waving at me. He's like, hey, come here. Come here, come here, come here. I'm like, no, man, I don't need a rickshaw ride. I'm good. Don't worry about it. He's like, no, no, no. My friend is the boatman. And he said that, like, I should take you around town. So I'm like, oh, great. Now they're, like, they're communicating, right? So I met this dude, Sanjay, who is, like, one of my closest friends from traveling, like, till today. Like, we talk. Really? Yeah, we are talking three, four times a year. Like, he's just, like, the sweetest dude. He phones up here all the time. Uh, he refers to me as his brother. Like I call him brother. Like he's just like one of my closest friends. Yeah. Like just such a sweet guy. So like it was those huh. kind of things that really I enjoy about that, you know, that lonely planet kind of traveling where you're by yourself. Shoestring yeah. traveling. Yeah, man. That's yeah. interesting. Like, and I've always been curious and I was like, I haven't done enough yet. I still have to do something like that. Like mm. I still have to do some more, more extreme traveling or more just like, that kind of straight up you're you're moving the entire time yeah the you're whole not time. like or or like you said you know we might be three days here or whatever and like i would oh, i would do that in a heartbeat that would yeah, be man. so interesting it's so much fun man i bumped into this like group of canadians when i was in uh in udaipur and i thought they looked super german but then i saw them get on the train or on the truck with me on the way to jaislamir and they're all wearing kokanee shirts like kokanee shirts and shit so i'm like kokanee beer like yeah man canadian I'm like you got it <laughs> so we just yeah, bonded yeah, yeah. And we're the ones that traveled for like another week together. Uh, and then they had to go their way. I had to go my way. So we split up and then we were like communicating for a long time. That's crazy, crazy fun, man. man. I know. That's something, that's something I think that I still need to do as well. Like I haven't, like I said, I haven't done enough. I'm not in a rush. I don't yeah. think I need to get a bunch done before I'm too old. So no, man, no, but and plus, like we'll see when we're allowed to travel properly again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know like a year from now when everybody's got the, uh, the jabby. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah you or never if they're doing it and it's like, I don't know. I hope it just goes better and we don't have to stress out too much. That's all. That's all I want. I just I just want like competent human beings in charge of the system. So I can... Well, we can't have everything, Saber. Oh my God, I know, right? I mean, right now <laughs> yeah. we have a, a former crackhead pillow salesman, born again Christian, telling a twice impeached president of the United States how to run the CIA. <laughs> Also, yeah, that's so I'm curious here. I wish I could uh, I wish I had a better understanding, but I really do try to avoid a lot of it now. That's I good. had to in the last two or three weeks. It's just too much. It's way too much, man. And just, yeah, both sides. The side that one is still pissed off. That's the thing that drives me crazy. They're oh, like, my God. That ain't it. let's fucking stab his eyeballs out. Like, okay, I sure. Don't just beat him. Beat him to death. <laughs> beat him to death. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm man. like, oh, boy, they're still mad. So 
they're going to put guards and there's a fence around all the shit now. Oh man. Yeah. 10,000 national for, guards for the, for the inauguration. Yeah. And it's because they think that Trump is going to use the military to force a coup? No, they think that people are still riled up individually. And there will be another whatever attempt. I mean, like yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, a dude showed up with like a a rifle, an automatic rifle and 500 rounds of ammunition and just like walked up to the thing to be like, hey guys, so what's going on over here? Like, what are you doing? It's like, no, I'm just walking. just going through, okay? Just going to go through. Like, hold on. It's like, grab him. Because, you know, he's deliberately trying to, like, weasel his way through and buddy-buddy with the cops. But, like, now you're dealing with the National Guard and the feds and shit. And they're not, they're not schmucks. So they grabbed him. No, and they're all, they got fucking itchy trigger figures, man. Yeah, man. So they, and I don't mean in a, in a negative the cop way. I mean, they're scared of what yep. the hell they're working with now. Half of these guys have probably hadn't had to do shit in ages. National Guard doesn't generally do that kind of stuff. And then even just the other groups, like the FBI, CIA, like they probably don't really have to deal with internal potential, whatever they, domestic whatever terrorism. they want to call it, domestic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. As well, I mean, extreme. Same, same way politicians have never had to deal with a pandemic. So yeah, they're exactly. probably nervous and scared. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. But they're like, also bad at it. So they're bad. That's but. the thing. I have no doubt they're scared and they're also unprepared because they haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. I mean, so, like, uh, fair enough. But I didn't quite understand why the purpose was. I, th- I actually mm-hmm. thought it was they kept bringing up in other news articles how he had still like, control of the military because yeah. he's president. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, what do you think that means, though? Why would you think it means he's going to do something as insane as force a coup with the military? Well, I mean, they're what? I think they're spitballing the idea. But the Joint Chiefs, like, I mean, if anybody doesn't they're know, yeah, they're spitballing. Well, they're spitballing his insanity is what they're doing, right? Oh, oh, no, and yeah. that's, you know, that's because he might be like, nah, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> like, you know up. what? Uh, let's just fucking blow him up. To do this. I've always... And then it's like, oh, National Guard versus the U.S. military. Oh, boy. I've always wanted to pit the military against the military. It's just, yeah. you know, it's bigly. I thought I'd do well, it. <laughs> what he what he learned, though, is the Top Gun music plays when you hit the button. Yes. And and he they all no one's ever got to do it yeah. and they all know it plays it so he's like mm, I want to be the one you know I'm gonna make the one to make the music play <laughs> I'm gonna go out with a bang yeah uh, the Joint Chiefs released a statement last week uh, like that like a like a memo they put out and the Joint Chiefs mm-hmm. are like the head of all like the military they're like look man like Biden won the insurrection was awful Trump does not control us fucking calm down. Because he's not going to make us. He's not going to make us go against our own people. So they, I mean, how weird is that? The Joint Chiefs had to like. What if they're Manchurian candidates, though? What's that? What if they're Manchurian candidates? (laughs) Then they will go against their own. Oh God! The the conspiracy theories. So many conspiracy theories. But yeah, sorry to jump like that. No, 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 but you're right. They're trying to remind people. Yeah, they're trying to remind people. I think they're also trying to reinforce among their own people. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter who you voted for. We know a lot of you may have voted for Trump. Like, we're here to protect humans from death on every side. We're going to stop people who want to kill the vice president, the president, whatever it is. And we're going to stop, you know, people from insurrection on whatever. Like, we're going to calm everybody down is essentially what they're saying, right? Well, because stopping the inaugura- the inaugural inauguration ceremony is purely what ceremonial. Yeah, I mean they could do it anywhere. It's it's basically like a ceremonial thing. He puts his hand on so, the Bible and swears to the invisible man in the sky. So stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. So stopping it is basically irrelevant. Yes. So the next option is something horrendously drastic, probably. Yes. So that's exactly. probably a good reason to 
consider the military, I guess. Yeah, pipe bombs. <laughs> They're going to start lobbing. Yeah, 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 well, that's what I'm saying is yeah. like pipe bombs definitely will cause more of an issue than trying to shut it down. So. How like bonkers is it that these same people who are too soft to go to war, like they're too soft to join up for the military and they're afraid of like, you know, the so-called like ragheads coming at them mm. and like the great brown terror and the, the fear of a black planet. Oh yeah, the terrorism. The terrorism. Like they're so scared Fight of that freedom. stuff. But they've turned into white ISIS. Like they've just turned mm. into like this whole, they're ISIS now. Yeah. Yeah. You're like. Yeah, the crazy vandals and shit and like the way people, everything is too, this extreme, like the way yeah. things are going in general down there. It's very violent. It's violence from people that shouldn't, that don't normally seem to be producing violence. Yeah. So it's awkward. It's this awkward, miscontrollable, I don't know, uncontrollable violence that yeah, I don't man. understand. So that's a perfect example of it. It's what the hell happened that day? Yeah. Like, like so it, this, oh, yeah, God. maybe someone more serious is like, now's my chance. That's all they really need. Like, they just need one psychopath out there to be like, I'll make, like Tim McVeigh, right? Like, they need a Tim McVeigh type to just, like, get a truck full of poop and full of explosives and drive into a building. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. That's, that's what they do. That's in their mindset. And that's like, that is ISIS tactics. Like, I mean, ISIS took your playbook from all you psychopaths in the 90s and used it over there. And now you're just using yeah. their playbook. But you actually wrote the original yeah, they, playbook. So they took the playbook that CIA used to train domestic terrorists. Yes. And they trained their own terrorists with it by mistake, thinking it was something to train the regular terrorists. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Like, that's why they're suicide bombing. They weren't supposed to be suicide bombing. Babe. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that was... I, I love how like it always logically comes back to that, like the CAA fucked around over there. They created bad guys, our so-called yeah. good guys steal their bad guys tactics and use it against the CIA. It's like, oh how God, come we're not learning from the CIA. Stop <laughs> using the CIA. <laughs> That's such a Simpsons line. <laughs> yeah. does, does nobody see that? Stop using the CIA. We should stop using them for everything. Man. I love how, like, yeah. right now, too, everybody's talking about how, like, The Simpsons is predicting all these weird world events. And, like, now, well, now because it's been so weirdly accurate, yeah. coincidentally accurate, however you want to think of it, now they're just forcing it, yes. I think. Because oh, yeah, I don't think there was anything super accurate about the, was there anything to that next one about the whole... Like the, the the overthrow attempt or whatever? Nothing, man. All that was just like a drawing somebody did in the style of The Simpsons. And like somebody tried to use that as showing like Willie was dressed up as that QAnon shaman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And I was like, well, what is that? Oh, so it was supposed to be funny. Just like, oh, yeah. look, they're they're predicting it again. Yeah. And they put it on. Because I thought, well, Willie does weird shit. So I did, thought maybe I hadn't seen that episode. It was newer. Well, Willie does some weird shit. Maybe that guy just... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think what I think what happens, but my personal opinion is, I think what happens is you've got very clever, smart writers on The Simpsons that just like write things that people were bound to do, and now like reality kind of converges because there's so many idiots out there doing dumb shit. <laughs> it's the, it's that yeah. it's that either they figured it out just coincidentally, yeah, because of like what we would do as people, yes. Like that's just the general the general transition of us is to devolve into all their ideas, <laughs> or they were like. The things that they never thought could ever happen, yeah, are the things they wrote about. Exactly, and so and it's sooner like, or later, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, these people—they're actually doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. What weird thing? I think somebody said today. It's like when did you ever think you would utter the phrase Donald or uh, George W. Bush was a better president than Donald Trump? Never. <laughs> and and he, I don't know anything about what they did, no. and I still was like. 
You know why George Bush is still better? Because he said, oh, no, no, no. Being president is the hardest job in the world. I would yeah. never fault a man for any of his mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's like he said that about Obama. About Obama. He's he's like, job's hard. Like, <laughs> he's like, what do you think of him as president? And they're waiting. They're waiting for that soundbite. Like, nowadays, yeah. you get dozens of soundbites, and you oh, say, what do you man. think of him, right? I remember, like, he, he did was a... like, he's like, no, no, no. That's a hard job. It's a tough job. <laughs> yeah, he did, like, an but interview. Like, when I was back in back selling Coke in the 70s, and nothing, <laughs> nothing like what I used to do. Back in the day when me and Tommy Lee Jones sold a shit ton of Coke. I mean, like. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones? Tommy oh, Lee Jones. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have kept he, him out of it. Right there, but George Bush has proved he's a better president because he's respecting the office. Yes. And like weirdly, nobody has not even Obama has respected the office. He has trashed the his successor yeah. since the beginning. Pretty what easy. What kind though. of respectful human being that tries to be above that type yeah. of rhetoric mm-hmm. does exactly what Donald Trump did to him? Yes. When he was president. When he was president. The the thing is, it's I think it's like kayfabe. It's kayfabe. Yeah, yeah. It's no, setting no. up. He's setting up a later storyline by I, bit by he. So when when Trump wasn't president, yeah, I think you're right. He's setting I, up a later by fucking with Obama. I feel like there was this thing that happened during during Obama where he took so much heat for being no different than Bush or no different than really like Bush Senior or mm-hmm. or Clinton. Like he was exactly like those guys. He was he was corporate minded. He saved industries. He used like you know the same tactics as Republicans would use. He wasn't super democratic, really. Like he had kids in cages at the border too. He did all that Dude, stuff. He did. He he's known for the most drone strike deaths uh, in records in history, or something. Yeah, hundred percent. That used drones. He yeah. he has more drone strikes on his record, apparently. Yes, he has more approved than drone strikes approved than anybody else. He wasn't exactly like the the cleanest guy out there. Now he had a mess to clean up. He had a huge mess to clean up. Exactly, and the Republicans fought him to the every everything. Yep, they they didn't make they, it easy for him, and I think he's also charming and witty and funny. And like once you pull that fuse, and he's able to be like, "Look at this moron! Look at fucking orange idiot!" Like he'll just he'll do yep. it. You know, he's just he pull was back, that guy. Pull back the veil, and 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 you yeah, you see yeah. what he's really like. And I, it was so weird to me though because he was it was so agenda based. Like it's almost like they hired him halfway through the campaign uh, election stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To come in and be like, okay, you guys are not doing so well. I'm gonna come in and be like a closer, like the pitcher that has to clean up. Yes. Because they can't get enough hype against the fucking Donald Trump train, so they're like, "Bring in Obama, get the hype Let's man, get the heavy." Let's get the hype man. Out here. The hype he man. crushed it. He oh, crushed it. He was incredible because like nothing he said was insulting. As like you know, look at him, he's fat and ugly and stupid. He's just like, here's what's wrong with him, and I'm hilarious, so I'll say it in a funny way. <laughs> I um, I just put out a book. Yep. A book talks about how bad Donald Trump is. You should read it. You should read it. He's a he's a monster. Like, he, he did. He did also just put out a book <laughs> yeah. around the time he was basically he- heavily active in in uh, Biden campaign. Oh, for sure. I, it's got. So, I mean, for that age group though, it's got to be hard to not like kind of like. I mean, he's not not an age group in the sense that he's um he's at the age where he's like witty or funny, but in the group of people, like you look at, he's not that much older than we are. And we look at the world through the same lens the guy like him would in the era that he was present. So for him, it's easy. It's just like he just sees a lot of angles and he makes a lot of comments and a lot of them come across as like smarty. Well, and everyone for some reason thinks that his word is valuable for stuff. He he was a one or no he he was a two term president. Two term. But he's just one of the other presidents. Why don't you go back and see what Bush thinks of this shit too? Why don't you go back and everyone's talking to Clinton because he's married to Hillary? Yeah. yeah. Like I oh man, but, I think there's definitely and like value. He got yeah, he got impeached too. 
I mean, but like that's what I mean. Like he got impeached for for blowjobs. <laughs> Trump dude, got yeah, impeached well, for treason. Like, dude, he... <laughs> I mean, like apparently, treason, job. Something I heard there was something else where like he had done something really bad in their little secret groups of like a military related thing, and they needed to kind of like hush it. Yeah. So they threw an they threw the sex scandal out there, and they're like, "You're gonna you're gonna crash and burn, but this is gonna get you off the hook for the thing that you fucked up really bad." Because he was doing, he was heavily involved in Iraq again too, was he not? Oh yeah, no, he was. Well, I mean, he was also involved in like there there were not drone strikes, but there were definitely like I think there the were drone bombing. strikes. He was doing them on like Christmas. Remember yeah. they they talked about it uh, in that old uh, Fahrenheit whatever nine eleven movie or something. Yeah, because he also and I think ended up doing like a drone strike on a bus that turned out to be like a bus full of kids. Like they were, oh my lord! They they did a bunch of stuff like that as well. But the Clintons, yeah, and there was screw ups, and then there was like, there was something that apparently they covered up their 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 one of their foundations they donate money to was like a huge scam, or they were going to get I don't know. They just said they had to get kind of well, they were they had to like they were trading track his real problems. So they were trading like, on cattle to deal with uh, an impeach or an impeachment. Yeah, no, know? but his he had an organization, or he had people where they were getting funds from. They were they were organizing and trading on cattle futures. Oh shit! Sorry, so man. There's a, there's I'm a... trying to move messages away from me. No, that's, uh. fine. that's all good. I can see you. I can't see you, but you're back. Okay, there. But um, yeah, they were so they were doing things that were like in the business world, in like you know, like farming and agriculture. Because they were doing things within that. Like I think I'm pretty sure it was the cattle futures thing, cattle and pork futures. So they were mm. they were speculating and trading on that within their organization, which like you shouldn't be doing. That's like a business type of thing. Like that's something that president should be involved in. But I think oh, Hillary. Right. Yeah, yeah. They end up saying like Hillary is involved in it, but. When you talk, when you talk about like the stuff that they're doing behind the scenes, that they're using an impeachment to get them out for that stuff, they're involved in like dozens of murders. I mean, like, oh, I know, like like that Hillary hit list that they joke yeah, about. People joke about the hit list that she has of people that have died that have confronted her or yeah, confronted man. her organizations, and no. they all have suicide. Yes, accidental <laughs> car accident, execution style suicide to yes. the back of the head. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. how I would do it, right? Back yeah, he stabbed himself in the back fourteen times. Yeah, it just just took way longer than he thought. Yeah, it just took a while. I mean, it was like uh, the paper cuts of death. Yeah, crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, like it was actually someone actually was tortured to death that way by her. So that's like the um, the early era of uh, a Family Guy was great at like you know kind of like pulling over the veil on a lot of that kind of stuff. Like when what's her name? When Laura Bush like ran over a guy and killed him. (laughs) They're like, (laughs) yeah. He just walks in the room. He's like, Laura Bush killed a guy. And he looks at the yeah, camera yeah, yeah. like, Laura Bush killed a guy. And you're like, oh my God. Really? Yeah, he just throws it out there because like, he knows he can get away with it, right? Hmm. The Kevin Spacey thing. He talked about Kevin Spacey being a rapist before anybody. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, he did. Just go ahead he and sure do it. Made, yeah, well, because of it, it's that whole, like, they all talk at all. That's what I'm learning now about all this shit is it seems like everyone's talking and everyone knows. They just yeah. keep it to themselves in their, in their Hollywood group absolutely and then and that's how it's like oh yeah he always does that it's like that's been going on for 20 years what do you mean he's always done that why does everyone just let it happen yeah <laughs> he's a serial rapist yeah in 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 and i don't mean specifically kevin spacey i mean Bill Cosby. people that are yeah i mean Bill Cosby. uh god I'm like exactly Bill Cosby. <laughs> man i don't know if you were like <laughs> how old yeah I'm like, <laughs> How old, uh, like, you're not that much younger than I am, so maybe you did hear it too. Um, when we were kids in school, I remember one of our teachers brought in a Bill Cosby, like, he brought in his record player, and he brought in, like, a Bill Cosby record, a comedy album. And it was mm-hmm. talking about, like, I think it was the same one we talked about, Buck Buck. 
where they were playing Fat Albert, and Fat Albert had to sit on somebody's back. They played this game, like, chicken fighting. Okay. But in that one, Bill Cosby talks about, like, giving a girl Spanish fly. Well, because he does it in the freaking... Oh, no, that's where I heard it. Oh, this makes it so much worse now, because I've never heard that record. Yeah. So the thing you're telling me about... I need. Mean, there's some side story here. There's a YouTube video huh. of where he had his special barbecue sauce in the Cosby episode that he did. And it makes everybody feel better. Oh, I didn't even know about that. And everyone's, and he's like, yeah, just put this in. Cause he was, all the couples were kind of in a mood after. And it's like oh. the, his barbecue always puts everybody in a mood. Right. I didn't even know that. So they narrate this thing you're talking about from the record underneath the clip. Oh, or wow. They play it, really and it's in slow motion. And it is so dark. And oh. I was like, who made this? I can imagine, man. I mean, that's... so now I know I know what that's from the the words that you're about to tell me about. So he, sorry, he does this on a comedy record. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but that's exactly and it. What, you're exactly and on. What is it? He, he's describing what though? He's he's describing basically roofing a girl. Like if you give her Spanish fly, she's good to go, because yeah. like she'll be all loosey goosey. And next thing you know, like you're in there, man. What if we find out that Spanish fly was actually just GHB? Well, 70 I mean, years ago, I I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it's essentially that. Like I think that's exactly what it is. What if its origins were in doctors would prescribe it <laughs> because your my wife just won't have sex with me, doctor. I don't know what's going on. Oh, here you go. I'll just put this in her in her coffee. Like when I give ladies By lithium, get home, she'll be right as rain. <laughs> By the time I get home, she'll be right as rain, son. She's laying on the floor, <laughs> drooling, just wide open. He comes in. Ah, oh, the doctor was right. You know, like, she was much oh, more receptive <laughs> to my charms. That's the sketch comedy that. Someone should write. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they have, man. I mean, like, um, it was in An Tombstone, right? Doctor prescribing GHB. Hell yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, for sure, dude. Like, I was like the same thing. I'm, I was talking about Tombstone when that one broad talks about how they gave her lithium to calm her down because she's all schizophrenic. Like, yeah. they would give you weird shit like that. She must be on her period. Give her lithium. Give her lithium. <laughs> she's, she's gonna go crazy and turn into a wolf before the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! But I, I mean, like all the weird medication that people just give people to, like you know, like yeah. this is just co- what we're doing. Co- cocaine for longevity. Cocaine for longevity. I mean, Coca Cola. All that shit came from well, somewhere. That uh, book, uh, the history of addiction. The guy explains how cocaine was given to the elderly because it made them spry, and it's like a regular old man that can barely get out of the couch can now walk nine miles in a day. Yeah, it's like. Are you sure you want to give that old man cocaine every day so he can go for his walk? I'm sure that's what you want to do. His hips are just dust. Yeah, yeah. I can't feel nothing. I can walk all day. It's like that's because you're numb from the pure medicinal cocaine. That's because you're numb from the waist down with the medicinal. So, oh man, uh, who was it? Was it Al? No, was it uh, one of the really famous uh, inventors? from the U.S., I believe, hmm. back in the day, who got horrendously addicted to it for 12 years. Because oh, probably he, Edison. Something like that. Yeah. One of those guys. I got to look. I got to remember. But the thing is, he, back then in the day, their thought process was, what, was that a weak mind or a mind that was susceptible to addiction was actually just an unintelligent mind. So us, a scientist, mm-hmm. could never get addicted to something because, you know, He's intelligent oh. enough to understand that you can't get addicted. Yeah. You... So it's only for commoners, right? That aren't Holy smart. Shit, that can't huh? get... So he's like, of course I can't get addicted to cocaine. I will experiment with this drug and learn about the wondrous side effects. <laughs> 12 years later, his eyes are wide <laughs> open. <laughs> Cut to 
12 years later, in a period of time where his nose was so destroyed that he would use a, a brush with water laced with cocaine and line the inside of his nostrils. Oh, wow. Because it was excruciatingly painful to inhale it through the nose. Unreal. So 12 years later, he realized cocaine is an addictive drug. It took it him should that. not be taken lightly. <laughs> and it only took him 12 years to figure it out. <laughs> 12 years of a horror. Yeah. So. Uh, I just definitely agree that there's probably a good chance that GHB was doctor prescribed at one point as Spanish fly. Oh, definitely, so, man. I mean, for sure. I hope so. That's great. <laughs> there was, um, I was, uh, what was it? The, oh God, was it heroin? I think we were talking about heroin with one of the, one of the guys. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is back in the day. I'm not going to say who it was because like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, put words in somebody's mouth who's not here to defend himself. Oh yeah. 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 But we were talking to a guy who we respected fairly well. And he talked about how, when he had some dental surgery done and it was all mangled and they didn't, this is, this is like overseas. He's like, yeah, I just got some heroin. I went down, I picked up some pure heroin. I put it up there and I just like rubbed it around my teeth and like, you know, it numbed my mouth. It made me feel better. And then after my tooth got better and the abscess was gone, went to the dentist, they fixed it. I did some more after they fixed it. I put the hair on away and I never looked back because that shit's addictive. And I was like, holy crap. And he, he went through the entire process of thinking about it, researching it, acquiring it, using it, putting it away and never looking at it again. The benefits, the, the alternative lesser known benefits of heroin. Yeah. After you get backroom dental work in a foreign country yeah go get some pure heroin rub it on your gums it will assist you in the healing process oh yeah and he was like he was adamant that like it helped but the problem is people get addicted to it that, that was his viewpoint on it oh. he's like it yeah. helped but like the problem is people they don't they don't go into it like you know thinking about how like it's just temporary and i remember he was saying something about the pain too he's like if you keep using it it ends up being like a phantom pain so we're like, you know, you've got issues and you'll use it. A signal. Um, I think I've heard of that where they said in worst case scenarios, the brain starts to know that I need more of my thing. Yeah. So I need to replicate what the body was doing to get it. To get it. That's how smart our bodies are. Yeah. Without, on our own. Without us even knowing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just that like oblivious. Terrifying. It is horrifying. Well, I always talk about the data thing, right? How your brain is always collecting data without you knowing it. And then, like, you know, you'll see things that make you cringe about people. And then you might see some random person who you barely know, but your body's like, no, that guy's bad. Because your data your is already formulated and already it's giving you the feeling that that guy's bad. So our brains essentially work the same way that all the social media algorithms do now. Oh, for sure. It's why <laughs> I think we're robots. Us, they just, it's like. It knows exactly how to get certain reactions out of you to get certain chemicals reactions to occur. So it sends you in directions to things that <laughs> their body's trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Our bodies are trying to keep us addicted. It's trying to keep uh, us addicted and trying kill to kill it before it gets me. <laughs> but, but weirdly <laughs> enough, that's kind of like where where I think we like. I, I don't know. I mean, this is like one of those weird ass out there theories. But we are that the like, like a cocaine bender theory. To a me. cocaine bender or a bender on heroin theory. A uh, bender on heroin theory. <laughs> But we like the idea of us being like the end result of like perfect robots mm. that, you know, like, I mean, well, you know, they're, they always break down Why not? the metal breaks down. We'll get some of the soft tissue in there. Well, the soft tissue needs to be fueled. We'll make it so it can ingest something. Well, what can it ingest other meat sacks? So it's a I'm meat like, sack that ingests sunlight. meat sacks. <laughs> yeah. Sunlight to keep the skin strong. You know, so yeah. we're like, we're the perfect end result of this like robot. Like we are essentially a robot. We're like a self-sustaining yeah, like, robot. We have, w- yeah, like basically 
nanomachines that they're thinking about now are what our gut biome is made of, essentially. Same thing. And then the stuff that we put in there, the gut biome, is sometimes like, what is this shit? Why are you doing this to me? Yeah. I don't even know what this is. And then it has to deal with that, right? Before it was nanomachines. That's not cheese. No. <laughs> this is artificial cheese. This is plastic. Also, yeah, that's not cheese. It's like the brain told me I wanted more cheese. Yeah. I need more cheese. Send yeah. more cheese. This isn't cheese. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Right? It's not like I used to make the joke about how like sometimes you just want a glass of milk. It's because your body's like, what has calcium and what has liquid? <laughs> And your body's like milk craving. It's like, well, because you need calcium and water. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, like that's what I cravings are. I, I don't get those as often, but the problem is if I haven't had milk in a while and I taste milk, I yeah. get like an addiction relapse <laughs> craving. I, I'm like, it's like, oh, ah, like, it's like, no, man, milk is not that good for you. Just oh, yeah. It's good for you, but you don't need that much. <laughs> you don't need that it's much, like, man. Like, to, to be actually honest, I would like to find out where I could get raw milk, because I'm super curious about that. I've, uh, Cause I've got a guy I can hook you up with. Do you actually? I actually have a dude. I mean, no, you don't. That's illegal. I it's illegal. I have um, a human person <laughs> that, that like, I can... Is c- human milk? That g- <laughs> rat milk. Is it... <laughs> it's pure. It's pure rat milk. No, but I could... <laughs> I mean, it is illegal. But there is a person out there who I know who could probably help you out. Well, there, I know that there's a loophole. And the loophole is if you uh, buy a part of the cow, it's your milk. <laughs> really? Oh. I'm not even kidding. That's how you can get raw milk. I wonder if that's how this person is doing it. You, you so, probably end up buying a part of the cow. It, but you can't sell it for resale. Well, that, that, you know what? sell raw milk and like, yeah, for private use only. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Because that's, I think, what he was saying to me. He's like... Please don't sell this. This is for you. Mm-hmm. And I bet you it's because it's... you're buying a part of the cow. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in the way, he, the way he organizes for me. If he yeah. owns the cow already or if he has a guy that gives him free milk or mm-hmm. he buys free milk from the, or raw milk from that guy because they're buddies. Yeah. It's Could still be. technically like, I think at that sense, I don't know how it works, but I mean, it's a, if it's a private sale between like, I'm friends with John. John likes raw milk. We're friends. I just, he refuses to take it for free. Yes. Maybe they, you know, you could barter. That's not illegal, I guess. You could. That's, like, not, yeah, that's not illegal. Stuff, and this is his gift back to me mm-hmm. for it. So now I also yeah, have somebody I, else who you if know. Own, if that's what it was, man. If it's like, well, I gotta invest in a cow. No, I'll do get it. My own percentage of milk. I'll tell oh, you. Yeah, that. I would do that. You know, I I always I also have somebody else who you know. I'll tell you. I'll talk to you about later on. Who I just I just started. I just reconnected with. Who could probably help you out as well. Um, but mm-hmm. more on that later on. But yeah, I bet you it is like buying buying a part of the cow. Dude, I, I want that. I, I literally, it would, for me, again, it would be like, it's a once a month or once or twice a month thing where I think mm. drinking it would be like a good vitamin, vitamin nutrient source. I think That's so. All. Yeah, I, I, think I so. know why raw milk is the way it is. I know why people want to drink it. Yep. I understand that there are health code stuff. I've also worked on a dairy farm as a child because mm. one of my best friends lived on a dairy farm. Oh, wild. And I drank raw milk there all the time. Man, and my, I loved it. Dude, my parents, like my mom grew up on a ranch. So like for for them, exactly. Yeah, it was like every day you go and milk the cow, and you bring it back, and they would boil it, and then like the cream would come up, and they would take the cream, and they would put that in the fridge, and my grandfather mm. would like eat it cold. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That man is a savage. <laughs> oh my god. They would like they would leave like a bowl of like fresh cream in the fridge, and he would come home, and he'd be like, "That's lunch," because he like worked yeah. all day hard, right? Dude, he would work. No, yeah. he. <laughs> 
he would work for three days on that meal. That oh, yeah. was so nutrient dense that he was like Popeye for three days. Like, oh my God. And like, he didn't look like a stout, like he was like a, like a, stout, like a stocky guy, like Costanza body. But like, he was the kind of guy who was like a hundred pounds over his head. Like he's one of those guys, right? <laughs> just kind of like, I'll just move it. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just move uh, this guy. Yeah, he's farm strong, man. That's what yep. happens. And you're drinking raw milk, nutrient, like he's, it, he's like, no, no, leave the cream. <laughs> you know, like, Leave the cream. Don't make it butter. It sustains me. Yeah, I mean, they would make the cream, the yogurt, and the butter and milk from, like, that morning's bucket. And that was just, like, every day. And, like, the cats, like, over here, you can't feed this milk to a cat. There's so much formaldehyde and shit, and it's going to kill the cat. Dude, yeah, I want raw milk, and I want to pay. I'm willing to pay for it or pay to buy a cow. I've been been thinking about that for, like, six months now. And I'm trying to Google it and find weird, weird people that are like, yeah, yeah, we have it, but this is how you have to do it. And then I just Googled how you can legally do it. Man, I uh, I and just someone had like this is the only loophole. Yeah, no, no, I, it's weird how you mentioned it because I just talked to another like I said I talked to another guy who you actually kind of know who I think can maybe put us in the right direction. Mm. Um, the person nice. who I just talked to who you maybe kind of know, he just mentioned about how like these he's he's growing chickens. He's got tons of chickens, and he's like, man, if you just want like ten chickens sometime, like come here and help me kill them. And, or you want? Uh, eggs? Does he give out eggs? Uh, he does eggs as well. Yeah. Does he want to sell eggs? I don't know if he's got enough to sell, but he definitely mm. has a ton of eggs. But as far as chickens if, go, he's just started a chicken venture. Mm. So, I mean... Well, if he wants to offload eggs because he doesn't like having that many but doesn't want to bother selling them, I will give him money for eggs based on some system. He's probably listening right now. <laughs> so, I mean... Okay. There you go. <laughs> I want to buy eggs and raw milk from a guy. From a guy. Doesn't exist. Oh. One day, I'll, one day that'll exist for it's, me. It's some, someday. So, put it out in the universe, man. Put it, put, best. put it out there. No, man, it's so good for you though. Like that. Kind of, I remember like when you were in, in Thailand, and they just they don't do the stripping over there in some of the milk, right? It's like it's just ultra high temperature, and you drink the so, milk. So wait, are you saying like even the stuff you could get at Seven Eleven? Yeah, I don't remember being. I, so I'm not entirely sure, but the way it was explained to me is they don't strip the same way they do here. Like all the stuff, like the casing and the whey and all that stuff. There's a lot of milk they don't pull that shit out with. I wonder. I believe that. I can yeah. see them doing that. Because, like, they only do, like, an ultra-high temperature pasteurization. They just boil it. They take the cream out, and they give you the product, and you drink it, and you're fat. Like, oh, the chocolate milk, man? Oh, Ooh, boy. It's not like that's here, man. Next, that's nothing like I've ever experienced in my life, and I haven't been in a lot of places, so I could probably do this better, but... Man, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the Swiss... milk in Thailand. The Swiss probably do something pretty good, but the Thai stuff is phenomenal. What if the Swiss stole the idea from the Thais? Oh, yeah, it's just one big circle. Imagine. Just, Imagine. They, yeah, because, like, man, their chocolate milk is amazing. Yeah. I mean, the CIA trains them, and they get the food. <laughs> train the, the Swedish terrorists to steal the chocolate milk's formula from the ties. It's like noodles and the Italians and Marco Polo and all that shit. He just, like, oh yeah, he just goes overseas. It all, it, it all comes together. He rips a bunch of ideas off, and he comes yeah. back, and he, he pretends it's theirs. We yeah. invented spaghetti. Like, no, what you made was noodles, you moron. Put a different sticker on it. Oh God, that, that could be it. You never know. Hey, uh, questions. A couple, okay. couple things I had in my head today that kind of kind of come back in this because I I was talking about a guy. What have you ever have you ever dealt with or met somebody who you knew or somebody you knew well that was like uh, a complete liar? Like they just you just know this is a guy who doesn't do shit. He's always lying, all the time. It's just that guy's a that guy's a chronic liar. So the problem, oh, I think I know like two. Oh. The problem is, oh, no, I do know two. 
Okay. For I sure. mean, you don't need to get the deep into one, it. Though, the funny thing is the other one never actually lied to me about anything. So, And I knew that because I never heard any of the lies hmm. that he told all the other people. Oh, nice. And they asked me if it's true the problem was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I don't actually know if it's true or not. Maybe. I've never encountered those Maybe not. topics. Yeah. Um, so that person never actually lied to me about the lies he told other people. Oh, so you were right. like on the outside and then suddenly like he, somebody revealed to you that guy's a liar. Yeah. He was mostly honest with me. Oh, wow. And most of the stuff that he was honest with me, I could double check because it wasn't really that outrageous. It was yeah, normal yeah. stuff. The other guy, I think he has like an issue with himself. You don't know this person. Mm-hmm. I barely know this person. Okay. I just know that you can tell when they need to, they compulsively lie to kind of, God, there's a reason people do this and I'm not really sure what it, I know if I've read about it or something or maybe it's come across it, but his style of lying is to like keep up a defense of something. Oh, I see what you it's mean. It's just constant white lies. Yeah. And then there's a lot of overfabrication of real events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like anyway, he, he sorry to drag that out, but no, 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 that's fine. I was like, gosh, I know two people that do that. And yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck. That just like... Am I, am I a bad person? <laughs> I know <laughs> two. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think you necessarily attract them. I think they're everywhere. I think, I think they're just, they're out there. Right. Okay. But you don't know. So that being said, I know two. So what? Ah. Why? No, no, because like today I was trying to explain to... Did one of them to... actually commit a murder and now I have to know if they committed a murder or not? No, not at all, man. Actually, nobody that you know. It was um, one of those things where you're talking about like places that I've worked and uh, I ended up working... Well, I the whole thing came from this like fake martial artist from years ago. Mm. So back in the day, like people kind of know that I worked as a private investigator for a while. And um, back in the day, like when we were in high school, I knew somebody who was in a martial arts studio here in town. And then that person who they were learning from was supposedly like a, just a grandmaster. He was like the top shit of like, you know, like myth- mythologically talented martial artist. And then everybody kind of was like little by little as the years went on, we're calling bullshit on this particular instructor. And this is like a franchise. So anybody in Edmonton might actually know what I'm talking about by now. Okay. And then, um, I wonder if I know who this person is. Um, maybe, uh, they're fairly old or just, I might know them. Yeah. Aware of them. I guess yeah. I should say they're pretty old by now. I don't know. I don't even know if the actual person's live anymore, but, um, mm-hmm. or would be fairly old in their eighties, at least I think by now. So anyway, after I got onto this little team of guys, I was like a, like a junior PI. I was doing some loss prevention for a company that also did private investigations and like like workplace investigation stuff, right? So I kind of okay. got like mentored by a guy who was like a really good friend of mine. So we're um, we're dealing with this one thing that kind of happened, and then he had like court documents that he was involved in that had this guy's name all over it. So he let me read them. So I was reading through this like fake martial artist. And then I realized that this guy was just like straight bullshit, like from his own mouth. Actually, I'll, I'll text you because I've got them all written down that I was reading to another oh. friend of ours. And um, from his own mouth about how he wasn't a martial artist, he was actually like, you know, a part-time boxer and a bit of a brawler. But he learned a little bit of karate and then he came here and he opened up a martial arts do- uh, dojo and then franchised out some friends and everybody turned on him. So And gave him, oh, but he gave himself like a level that he never really attained. Grandmaster. Like legitimately. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Like legitimately. Like the kind of type of title you'd give yourself if you were a fake grandmaster. Yeah. I mean, he called himself that he was like a grandmaster. He met, I mean, his bio talked about how he wasn't allowed to join tournaments because he was too dangerous. Um, all that kind of stuff. And realistically, like a high school wrestling champ would have fucked this guy up. Like it would have been one of those things where it would have been like a single leg, ground and pound. <laughs> and then, yeah. Like Vitor Belfort. Something, something. 
at 19. Yeah, just anything. <laughs> just any real moves at all. Anything at all would have destroyed that guy. And then that kind of, I think, happened for some people. Like, his his uh, abilities started to show its weaknesses. Like, there were, like, really holes in his game that were starting to become more and more prevalent because the world of martial arts is getting more, like, aware. Like, people started, like, learning more about, like, this guy's garbage. On their own. It's, on their uh, own. People are going about their own and going to other places and learning stuff and then coming back and, and yep. being like, that's not right. <laughs> it's not right. Like, what you're teaching yeah. us is total crap, Mr. Seagal. So, like, that kind of stuff starts showing up a little bit. Oh, how dare you speak oh. ill of my... Glorious Lord and Master Stephen Ponytail Seagal. <laughs> he's a he's wasn't he a reincarnated god classified as that at uh, some point? I think now he's By claiming an actual shaman. Yeah, I think now he claims that he's like a reincarnated Buddhist monk or some shit like that. And that's someone why, told him he is. They gave yeah, him that title. I think so. He's got like I think in Russia too. Like in Russia, they're like you know you're like a like one of the he monks that came that, here. I think, yeah, he, Something like that. Or he bought his passport. He bought like partial citizenship or something of Russia. I think so. Doesn't yeah, he have that? he's like a dual citizen now. Crazy. Yeah. So anyway, that that came up for for the martial arts thing, and then it reminded me how about when I went to the casino the first when I was in the background for a little bit, we had two like glorious liars. I had one guy lie to us about um, dating a girl he didn't date, getting her pregnant, and then when we called him on that and talked to the girl who he claimed he got pregnant, he faked having cancer, quit, and ran from the building. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all at one motion? <laughs> in in the span of about I would say like two weeks. Okay. May, maybe me, less that than made that. it seem like five seconds went by and he managed to scream out, I have cancer, I quit, and then <laughs> like, ran from the building. <laughs> no, yeah. So he well, this is another guy who weirdly enough claimed that he was a high level martial artist. So he got hypnotized at the staff party one time, couldn't do any martial arts because like he didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, wow. made, made a clown of himself and then I mean not to laugh at a guy who's probably mentally ill but then he talked to us about how he got a girl pregnant so me and another guy who were pretty close with this other girl we, we mentioned to her like hey just so you know like you know Joe Blow over there says that he got you baby up because you've been dating for a while and she's like I don't know what you're talking about but I'm going to chat with that guy and then oh my god within the next run of shifts he told everybody he had cancer like stomach cancer and then they threw him a going away party like cake farewell like they were gonna like fundraise for his therapy all that kind of stuff and then he just ran never came back i saw him a year later probably about a year or two later when i was at reds and um he faked being like in massive pain when he saw me like he was fine walking down the walking on the aisle fairly well happy-go-lucky made eye contact with me and then like hunched over and grabbed his stomach because he's like now he's faking that he's in massive pain it was it was weird man uh what was it what was it was it uh stomach cancer oh right stomach cancer oh it was weird I oh, no. I also had a guy at the casino tell me he had a fake leg from his like military service, and he did mm. not. <laughs> he did not have a fake leg from his military service. Yeah, because he would be wearing it. Yeah, no. But then when we called him on it, he's like, "No, the skin is like you know specially made." Like, are you? No, no, no. I know a girl. Okay, thank you, because I actually know a girl at my gym mm-hmm. that they did a documentary about because they got her a thirty thousand dollar leg because oh, wow. she's a. She's a uh, Canadian-sponsored athlete. Oh, I've seen that. Like, it was on the news. Okay. Yeah. It's a blonde girl? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we've seen that. It was like, it yeah. was like a so year she, or so ago. Yeah, so she... Pardon? It was like a year, like about a year ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, so, so she'd been there training with Carrie, like one of the best trainers we ever had. Got it. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Just a great person. Um, but yeah, Carrie was training her, and uh, they were killing it, man. And that chick is just 
proving that you can get it done. But she's yep. like, yeah, man, well, this freaking leg is 30 grand. It better, it, it better hold up. <laughs> and, and I hope I, you know, I hope it does what it needed to. Like she was proud to have it, but yeah. that didn't have no hybrid fake skin on it, man. Nope. It's just a fake leg, but it is a $30,000 leg. And if that didn't have skin, your shit ass military leg that yeah, they man. gave you did not have skin on it. Oh, he, he probably didn't. I mean, not probably. He definitely didn't even do military service. He didn't have any military service record at all. No, no, man. I mean, we had guys like that there. Like, I had by then I had done like junior level PI stuff, which was like <clears throat> shit work, really. I mean, if anybody thinks it's like a big glamorous job, it's not. You're sitting in a car, you're getting it's minimum a lot, wage. It's a lot of loss prevention and like, uh, what is it? The you collect on people scamming uh, workers, workers comp. comp. Yeah, we um the guys who we worked for were doing the overflow for stuff like that. What we did was a lot of domestic disputes. So if somebody is cheating on somebody else, we'd sit in front of their house for like a day get a photo and then go and tell somebody here's your boyfriend or here's your here's your husband whatever yeah that was it and it was like the most boring it's like it's not glamorous at all but we had guys in the casino tell you how they were like they used to work for CSIS and they were like you know special military forces bullshit you're like well why are you not fucking doing that what are you doing downtown how to get out of the game man how to get out it's too dark yeah man kicking out hobos from the Baccarat no, because this is easy, bro. Now I'm just a I'm a, a low-key security guard. I don't got to deal with real danger, oh, bro. God. The best was like if things did happen, like how little skill they had in de-escalation or like even trying to like grab a guy and just get a gooseneck in. Like you don't, you don't like know I, doing, Like man. now, now, like my de-escalation is probably my strong suit more mm. than anything else because I don't have any fight training. I literally just have on-the-job experience and trying to prevent my own head from getting smashed in. And yeah. So I'm not just going to dive in head first. And if I've occasionally I've had to, well, I do the best I can. <laughs> I remember you being like, for as long as we worked together, you were always really good at talking guys down. And I'm honestly, man, the funny part is in high school, always around when there's a huge brawl, mm-hmm. always never got punched in the face. I always ended up just falling into this crowd control position where I would see a guy that I don't know or don't like on top of one of my friends and yep. I would throw him off and pull my guy up. And I never got sucker punched. I wasn't ever paying attention. I would have got my ass beat. And it was always, I'm pulling guys out. I'm picking guys up. I'm pulling guys off. Like, that's it. You never punch the ref, man. Ne- yeah. And so <laughs> it's like, did I already know how to be a ref before I was a ref? Could have been. So then when I was a bouncer, I always ended up being crowd control again. I was like, if I saw one of our guys winning, I yeah. didn't go near him. And if I saw a guy underneath or struggling, I jumped in. Yeah. It was like like quick containment of a small one to jump onto the next one. But I never, and I never got sucker punched. Why wasn't I getting sucker punched by just because I was not paying attention, you know? Like, no, man. I was I mean, lucky. Yeah, I, mean, I could have been luck, but it could have also been like a recognition that you weren't getting involved. Like people could have recognized like, you know, he's calming shit down. So, but I've seen that, but I've also seen where bounce, they're just like bouncers are up, they get hit. Like I see situations oh. in different ways where there's a big enough crowd of guys where it's just like bouncers versus our crowd, yeah. and you know that you know that you're gonna if there's a free guy up, there's a free guy up, you fight each other. Yep, <laughs> that's that's and par I, for the course. I, I, I always try to I, I tried to avoid it because I was like half the time I just I don't think I don't know, man. I always is like, I'm going to avoid a one-on-one confrontation with a guy if there's a group of us fighting because no one knows I'm down if I'm down and I can see everybody right now. Mm -hmm. I would always like, in my head, looking back, it's more like I maintain distance from a one-on-one fight so that I could see everybody. And maybe that was protecting myself, but thank God, I don't know. No, I think, well, I mean, there's also like uh, something that a lot of bouncers 
and I'm sure this happens in like law enforcement as well when there's like large scale like you know hand to hand groups fighting kind of stuff where there are people who like everybody wants the glory of like I choked that guy out I pulled that guy down oh. but nobody wants to do like the most important job is a perimeter like the most important job is perimeter control it's the you know it's I don't know why I'm like this but like all the boring shit of the jobs mm-hmm. that exist I'm like Oh, I'm great at those because no, they're so easy, and you can just leave me alone, and I'll do it really well. Yeah. that's like the not exciting part of being a bouncer, where yes. I'm just like, I'm great at it, and I do a great job at it. And yeah, I, man. You know, like you do have to throw in a little bit here and there, but it's just to help a guy that you're on the same team with. Yep. But I, yeah, I'm always like, oh yeah, that's probably the really boring one too, and I, I'm like, cool. It's I'll so take the important, man. And, but you know what? Yeah. It's also like the most overlooked and arguably one of the most important things is doing the boring yeah. work. Dude, do you know what? I'll say right now, uh, being a death metal singer sure comes in handy sometimes because in a place like On the Rocks in the middle of the dance floor, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm literally like, get the floor, the way I would sing. And they're like, okay, oh, God. yelling louder than the music. I have to call, <laughs> how, you know, like they don't know how I got so loud. It's like you're it's reverbing just, his neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at that point, it's not it's not people we're fighting. It's the rest who are like now trying to get involved because they think that we're done we should we're beating them too hard or they think that they know how the fight is going oh god <laughs> we're all just don't want to get the shit beat out of us yeah so i'm like i i i have to yell at people and get through to them like a dad you know like maybe that's what it was i sounded I, well, like a death metal dad it could <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me get the fuck out of here oh god <laughs> title of today's episode death metal dad death, death metal dad i'm also like I'm whipping cell phones back into the crowd like i remember <laughs> seeing all these phones go on and I'm like you lose a phone and you lose a phone and it's just like <laughs> that's mine don't don't record this shit you should know better like <laughs> freaking telling you man if I get one camera in my face oh but that's oh. that is something that I just I got out just when that was becoming a big deal was the cameras like you were so lucky yeah because, oh was I ever <laughs> I mean I was the last person who should be in a room well, or the, with a video camera. It was still not that casual to be able to pop out your freaking iPhone and snap a whole story of a guy because people yep. were still trying to do it on their shitty flip phones. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, it was that still that transition period where it was we did not have 4K cameras to record this awful, and you know, like... Oh, yeah. It, it, was, it was hard to, like, pull out your iPhone, turn it on, unlock it, get your camera. Like, before it was, like, tap, tap camera. It's like, it wasn't like plus, that back in the day. Plus, like, oh, does it take, you know, how much battery? You, know, you were worried about all this other bullshit. You oh, know, yeah. That, Oh yeah, Thank no. God. Back in the day, man. Thank it was God different. you left, man. Thank God you left. I remember that night. Yeah, no, it was um, there were there were not good times. <laughs> I when I, left, I was uh told when I was like starting when I first like way 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 back in the first gig I ever had with the guy who I consider who was like my uh, my Wikipedia or my roadmap of how to like be a bouncer or do security all that kind of stuff. He was a lot older than us, and he was ex mil to XMP. And he was ex-RCMP, and he was, like, super disillusioned. So he was just doing, like, loss prevention and, like, doing, like, okay. uh, like, like the, the PI stuff. He's like, let me tell you something, man. This is, like, the most important thing I'm going to tell you is there's a CBC camera crew watching you all the time. All the time. And that was his idea of, like, you know, when, when you fuck up as law enforcement, the CBC is always there to get on camera. Oh, God. Man, that was, like, ingrained no in my head to make sure it's, like, make sure you're always... And, you know, after a while, when I got when I got more disillusioned, I was getting, like, far more aggressive, and, you know, I wasn't thinking about that anymore. Oh, but dude, in the you, first 15 yeah, years... I, I get it. Yeah, the first 15 years of my of my door career, security career, I always thought about that. It's, like, you're always on camera. You're always watching. You always smile. Even if you're yelling, make sure you're smiling. 
because it does, it looks good. Damn. I mean, if you're well dressed and your boots are shiny and you're always smiling, you can tell anybody anything. There's no say, if there's no sound, clock, there's no audio of what yeah. happened. You don't actually know what he was saying. Yeah, but I mean, if your shirt's untucked, really yeah, man, and your hair is not combed and you're mad all the time, like it doesn't look good on camera. But if you're smiling, yeah, you're, oh, man. yeah, it doesn't look good, right? Yeah, that's I don't know. That's and so so that was when we would talk about where my um, de-escalation got so good. Man, you should have seen me probably in the last year because I hated my job, but I think I was even better at it than ever before because part of me that didn't care was more perfectly fine with chatting it out with somebody about why I'm not going to do what they want me to do for like an hour and then they just give up. It's so <laughs> and frustrating. they're just like, damn it, man, I guess I never really saw it that way, man. i got to rethink my whole life. Like, hey, you know what? Have a great day. And they're like, how come you're so good with everyone? Like, because I hate them. <laughs> Because I'm always angry. <laughs> oh, man. Because I'm always angry. I'm always yeah. mad. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't believe the nice conversations I'd have with, like, coked out escorts. And that, like, <laughs> you know what? If you'd have maybe done a little less of what you did before you came in here, I'd have let you in. But you can't. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about, man? You know, like, oh, it's so... And then she tricked me. She, this is a great story, actually. Totally blasted out of her mind. Huh. Here to meet a guy on a date. Sure, that's normal. You did too much of whatever you did, and now it's really obvious. I'm not going to let you in if you'd have calmed down before that. All right, shit together. So, okay, this is like a coked-out escort. Or like a coked-out brother. Yeah, a, sorry, sorry. I'm doing front door at a bar that I, that I at that point in my career, where I, was, I think I was pretty good at talking people down out of shit. Yeah. And it was a, uh, an escort, a private escort that was meeting a date, which is totally normal. I'm not criticizing that. I no, see no. That. I, all Once the I realized it, it, what it was, I saw it all the time after that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but this, yeah, this girl did too much party time before she came in and uh, decided that uh, she didn't want to calm down about it. Well, anyway, I wouldn't let her in. I think like a week or two later, she came back and I scanned her in and she got in. And I was like, God, I know that chick from somewhere. And I'm like, <laughs> and she was like, she was classic, hyperactive and just like, you know what, man, you're dead. You're dead, bro. I'm going to get you fired. I'm going to get you killed. Blah, blah, blah. Like all the shit, all the cool stuff that they all say. Right, right? I know guys, da, 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 X, Y, Z. You got a small dick, whatever you want to throw the book at me. The whole and, thing. All night. And I was like, sure, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry this worked out this way. Like, I really was. <laughs> I, did, I would have let her in if she'd held it together for like five minutes. This is like the first and week. The first time the she first showed up. Yeah. yeah, so the second time she got in and I scanned her. I'm like, God, who is this girl? Couldn't figure it out. Right. Leaves with her, John, an hour later, and turns around and goes, I got in. And I went, I knew I remembered you. <laughs> and then I'm like, you're way more sober today. And then she's like, bye. Like, just... <laughs> I laughed so hard. I'm like, she got me. Oh, she, she fooled me. But, but hmm. what did I tell her to do last time? Come back sober. Yeah, come Keep back. Keep it together. Keep it together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, oh my God. I uh, I worked with a lot, like a lot of prostitutes back in the day. Like they, they used to come to the casinos all the time. Well, dude, yeah, the stuff oh. you were saying about the casino, obviously it's a casino. Yeah, but they're like, they, they're always like that. Like they get way too riled up. They get way too coked up. And when they're not, they're actually like a lot of them are like so disillusioned and fucked up in the head. They're actually kind of funny. Like they could, some of them can be pretty good oh. standups. <laughs> like, oh, she was hilarious, and she yeah. was so quick. She yeah. was like on it with insults and stuff. And I'm like, man, this is going awesome. And the best part is a guy that an ex coworker from another bar had stopped by just to chat. Yeah, real nice guy from a small town, like real nice farm boy. He worked at Denizen Hall, which is like a much younger crowd. Oh yeah, he's never really he's never experienced the kind of stuff that I've experienced experienced at these bars. And he stood there the whole time and just was like, he would look at me and he's like, what is happening? I was like, I'm just, just 
talking her through it, man. You know, like in front of her, I'm not, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Like she's oh, yeah. literally, she's not there for two minutes while I talk to him. And it, I'm <laughs> like, she's not there. You're dead pulling right with there. this guy. <laughs> I'm like this coked out escort and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I didn't do any drugs. I'm not even high. I'm like, there's oh, no yeah. way that you didn't do. I kept saying, there's no way that something didn't occur before you got here. Yeah. That isn't obvious now. Okay. Like I'm like, listen lady <laughs> it's too obvious do you want me to tell you what's obvious, obvious? <laughs> you're on the cocaine you're on the cocaine yeah, so, lady you know but oh. the funny thing is there's guys that would go there all the time they're kind of ugly awkward dudes and they have a drinking problem mm-hmm. but they meet a uh, they have a date with a, a regular girl and they're usually sober too they don't even drink when they're there half the time it's like oh, you start yeah. noticing the little dates they go on and it's pretty cute I mean, you know what? Like, that's the thing. Like when you start seeing the regulars who come in there, and they're kind of like, you know, they're they're not they're not grotesque like ugly human beings. They're just like down their luck losers or just like yeah. slobby guys, and they're harmless. And they're picking well, up a, dude, a date. The escorts this guy leaves with are cute. Yeah, they don't even drink when they're there. Some of them actually would leave because he got too drunk too quick, and they're like. I hate it when he does this. They say, Aww. they're like, it, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, he, oh, he'll get too drunk. He's a lovely guy. He just gets too drunk yeah. and then they leave. Oh, yeah. Like, wow, this world that I'm just like looking at, this whole oh. other world of like normal lifestyles for these people. Dude, it's is like, a, it's wild. It is like when yeah. you, like you start seeing it and like if you'd been there like, oh, obviously not if you'd been there longer, you did see it. There is a, a like a, uh, a left, a middle, and a right. And I don't mean like politically. I mean, there's like a, the, this side, there's the middle side and the right side. There's these like super liberal hippie type, like, you know, uh, easygoing, like hookers, call girls, escorts, whatever. And they're into that easygoing guy. And there's this middle one that is just like business. We're just here to get the work done. This, this, bup, 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 bup. And there's and the a guy s- has a schedule. He likes to keep his routine the same. His shoes yep. have to be placed in the exact spot every time. Exactly. And then there's this like, there's these psychos that are just, this is like almost criminal. <laughs> there's the there's the there's the wasteland yeah in new in fallout new vegas yes and then, well you know what i'll even put it worse there's like there's the wasteland in new vegas and then there's the fucking bad batch and the bad batches <laughs> it's just jason momoa carving up some broad on a table it's like oh god oh yeah yeah it's like we also eat the hookers <laughs> we also eat like, the hookers oh wow oh my god oh that's gotta be expensive hey speaking of cannibals did you hear about that army hammer likes to fucking eat people <laughs> Okay, what's the? I saw a thing about. I heard. So again, all I saw was the, the words "army hammer drama." Yeah. So that, is that what it is? He's a chud. He eats people. He's a chud. He's a. He likes to fucking eat human beings. Okay, hold on. He's well, openly admitted to cannibalism. Um, he hasn't openly admitted to cannibalism, but he talked about how that's something he's into with a few different ladies. He's he's apparently DM'd. He's slid into the DMs of a couple a couple dames. And talked about drinking blood, and you know cannibalism. Interesting cannibalism. Yeah. Well, maybe well, maybe to them cannibalism is blood drinking too, right? I don't know what the the uh, he, why he may or may not why have had a have red dawn. A why is there an actor who has to be this way? <laughs> and like the photo they speculate. use, man. Why are you doing it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't speculate. Just don't even report on it. But they were they showed a photo of him where he's like. Uh, he's dressed almost well dressed, but his hair is just out there. His beard is out there. Like he looks like stage one Charles Manson. And like this is recent. Yeah, this is like a red carpet from like a year ago or some shit. Like Army Hammer Cannibal. Like oh okay, well with that photo clearly. So I guess. okay, so then he's DM girls that are into weird goth shit, spooky shit. 
It looks like I'm it. assuming. I think that's all it is. I mean, I'm not going to... Whatever he does, he does, man. I don't think he's a legitimate cannibal, but I guess like there have been times when he talked about he went hunting and he ate like a deer's heart, then he drank the blood, and he's like, I drink your blood. If you died, I'd eat your heart. And then he so got his, like deeper into that. So idea. his cutesy, manly man flirting yes. is now been taken out of context as cannibalism. And now he has to deal with that. That is probably more accurate than what's actually mm. being talked about. I bet you, like, he probably doesn't understand that his humor is coming across as dark. And I think the people getting it don't realize that he's just being flirty, but his humor is dark. So those girls are too young for him. And probably exactly that. I think it's if probably they don't know exactly what he's doing yeah. and taking it in a literal sense. Yes. They are 19. This is not like Chris D'Elia hitting on a 16-year-old. This is Army Hammer hitting on adults, but they don't get his humor because they're 19. Oh. oh. I think that's what it is. Actually, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's him hitting on teenagers. I think he's hitting on young girls that don't know that he's being, like, spooky. <laughs> you want me? I don't know. They love, they, they, everyone is now. Everyone says spooky about, like, that kind of shit. Everything is spooky, and I hate it. Cause Dude, it's like, if this was the 90s, he'd just be a goth, and it'd be weird shit that he yeah. said, and people would forget he'd, about he'd it. Be the, well, he'd be what's his name from Typo Negative, like the sexy goth that all the women wanted. That exactly. Giant dude yeah, yeah, with the exactly. Long hair. That. Yeah, he'd be that guy. Typo. If people don't know, I, Typo I, Negative was a fucking I've band lost, in the nineties. <laughs> I mean, I've lost all of my credibility as a metalhead because I forgot the name of that guy. Oh He's no dead. way! Oh yeah. yeah. So now everybody's got. They've already shunned you. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I've they, lost it. They're going to come to my house and shave the tattoo off of the cheese grater. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Good lord. Any minute oh. now. I might have to cut this short. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They already know. They're already knocking on the doors. They're coming after me. Um, um, okay, so Army Hammer decided to playfully be a cannibal. Is that literally... Do we know that? or? Yeah, I, I think like the, the joke is Army Hammer is a chud, but in reality, I think Army Hammer is just a guy who probably... Like you said, I think the reality is more along what you're thinking. Is that he he's was a just, cutesy chud. Yeah, he's a cutesy chud. He's a cutesy goth chud in a tweed mm-hmm. jacket. He's a... He's a well, a goth and tweed. So in the topic of eating the heart and the blood kind of thing, that's like the thing you're supposed to do when you kill the animal, apparently. And what I find fascinating, it's new. It's a, it's like a hunter's ritual. Yeah, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong it. with that. No, no. But like what I'm blown away by is I thought you would get sick from eating the heart. Like you get the shits or you get food poisoning because it's a raw animal heart. Uh, well, it depends on what you eat. Like if you ate the heart and of like, a chicken, you're getting salmonella. <laughs> but if you eat... <laughs> Right. But venison... So red, red meat hearts? Yeah, I think if you eat, like, any red, like, venison, beef, like, cloven-hooved, like, you know, devil animals, like, I don't think you mm-hmm. get it because there's, like, that bacteria doesn't exist. But I think if you do enough of it, your system will reject it. Well, that's what I'm asking. It's, like, how much of a raw organ can you eat before you get sick? <laughs> Probably a bite. <laughs> there. So I'm okay with that. Because I, I think I would want to try that. I would actually be curious about drinking. And what about parasites? Will you drink a blood? Yeah, you drink. I mean, there's got to be blood parasites. Well, you know what? Then there are probably animals out there, I, clearly, that have, um, like, what's, a, what's that one that the deers get? They get that zombie thing that deers have? Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. I don't know what that's called. But oh. I know the zombie thing. It's like it's like their version of like, like legionnaires or whatever it is. But like, <laughs> <laughs> they're just really crippled. They just wobble around more. They're there's all nothing- like, you know. The, the parasites in their blood make them move, but they're they're there, but they're not there. <laughs> yeah, because the parasites don't actually know how. They're like, this is how you move the legs, right? They're just like pulling just tendons. Like a bad robot. Yeah, exactly. It's a yeah. it's a marionette from a guy who's had his hand broken. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that makes more sense. <laughs> like, anyway, but there is that. But I think um, if you're a hunter 
and you're hunting certain animals, by the look of them, like I'm not a hunter, so I don't really know, but I would imagine by the look of it, you would know whether or not that animal is diseased, right? So the risk is there, but probably not like, you know, 100% risky. Because I want to try that. You know, I, I think that'd be fascinating. I think it's fascinating. I think there are certain things that are, in a way, oddly respectful towards the animal you've just killed. Because, I mean, like, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, when you look at the old-timey caveman hunters, they all did something like that to, like, you know... Well, even in other countries where they still kill a fresh meal every day... Yeah. That if you go there and you'd want to experience that, yep. they let you do all the same stuff. They're like, just do it with a strength of blood, kill it, skin it, whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bourdain they, has probably, like, you know, or when uh, Ramsey had that thing, they made him do it in one of them. I think Bourdain did for sure do it. I'm pretty sure I've heard people talk about that. That was one of the crazy things that he was like, man, I couldn't believe I got to do that. You know, yeah. like, I, you know, don't quote me on that. I just remember that's how I heard about it through a story someone else told about him. So I think like, you're I right. Think that was... I think so. But either way, yeah. So, okay. Well, Ugh. is there other weird celebrities now? I'm I'm really kind of glad that I don't know enough anymore. Man, I uh, the only reason I think this, honestly, like this last week where I started getting into it is I'm doing more for the show on Twitter. Like, I'm on Twitter yeah, a lot and more. I get that. You're more, uh, and it makes sense. Actually, here's something I did want to bring up that I thought was funny is I learned about the Army Hammer thing from the same video. I didn't watch the whole video. But so do you know who Belle Delphine is? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do know who that is. She's yeah. some sort of like so, uh, OnlyFans broad, right? She does like cosplay. Well, and she started, she was just on Instagram, obviously. And then when OnlyFans came out, obviously transitioning over there was a thing because they were like, do a Pornhub video, do a, do porn, you know, this, this, she's a cosplay sex model. Like, it's okay. not like she's anything more than that. She doesn't care. That's what she knows she is. And she's proud of it. Whatever. Whatever. Like, this girl's clever enough to sell fucking fake bathwater. Uh, she's you know, making like, money. Oh, what? <laughs> Hold on. Did you know about her? Yeah, no. dude. She sold it. She's like, because someone actually said, or someone's like, I drink your bathwater. That's the joke about, you know. I drink that girl's bathwater. Well, there's poop in there. (laughs) So she filmed a video sitting in a tub, scooping out bathwater that she was sitting in and just capping it in a branded bottle, blah, blah, blah. And she put it for sale and people bought it. And then it's like, everyone was pissed off that it wasn't what they wanted. And what they thought, (laughs) she's like, you got exactly what you wanted. Yeah. I'm not at fault for you buying it. And I'm like, yes. Good for her. Drink that bath water, you yeah. idiot. Drink Good that for bath. her. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was a controversial thing. Recently, um, she posts. So here's the worst part is what I'm trying to bring about this. She's obviously on OnlyFans, basically only that because everything she's been banned from because it's too sexual, right? Okay. So everything she's been banned from is because it's too sexual. Fine, whatever. So she's on yeah. OnlyFans. What I've discovered now is they, people are protesting her OnlyFans account because <clears throat> the recent photo shoot she did was too trigger warning graphic for people and she's like if you're following me for content on here yeah. it's all sex content and sex fetish style content you know what if, you're getting into how are you getting triggered by this scenario style fetish photo shoot and so it was her tied up she obviously she looks so she looks like a little girl already yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the way she looks right so she's, she's got wearing like a really like plays up on it like like uh like like porcelainly look, right? She almost looks like she's trying yes, to do like an like anime and porcelain face. And she's like twenty one or twenty two, but she okay. looks very, you know, it's the childish thing. She plays it up, man. It's how it's her gimmick, right? Yeah, yeah. So she's wearing very like girlish, childish, like a dress, and it's all wholesome. But she's all tied up in the back of a car, and there's like an abductor, and it's all like fake rape scenario fetish shit. Sure. That <laughs> girls are into. She's, there are girls I'm, that are into it. There are lots like, of people I'm doing. And, and she, but, and I'm not saying I know that. I'm saying she had to defend herself because people were like, "This is too traumatic for me. I can't." You're, you're, you're trivializing rape. They said, 
Look, man, I mean, come on, man. She's it's clearly not real. It's clearly fetish porn. And people were trying to go to to, like to her side and say, no, clearly this is a kink style. This Mm -hmm. is people know it's a kink. This isn't anything new. And someone's like, that doesn't replace the fact that it could possibly trigger someone. But like, so we're, we're, we're worrying about shit that doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, it that, hasn't happened. That's messed up. It, here, here's the problem I've got with that. I get it. <clears throat> if you were watching, let's say, like, I don't know, Wheel of Fortune, and the puzzle was like anal rape or something, and you're like, look, man, I'm watching a, a show with my kids, and the word rape is on Wheel of Fortune, but you're going somewhere that you know is like the dark part of the light part of the internet. Like, you're going to the yeah. dark part of internet light. And you, you got, didn't seek out actual torture pornography. Yeah. You went to a, a, a subscribable registered service where yes. she's a registered domain holder or whatever you need to do whatever to it be is. on OnlyFans. Yeah. And you pay a monthly subscription to her. Yeah. And now you said her content is too offensive because it's exactly what she's been putting out anyway. Yeah. 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 That's messed and it's up. Like, it's with somebody. It's, a, it's with a staged actor in a staged car with staged everything. That, that, that's and a like, thing. Because you're staging it, you're trivializing the fact that this happens to people. It's like the people that it happened to aren't on my OnlyFans page. There's yeah. nobody. I feel like no one that's maybe had a horrible encounter with that is there's a good chance there's not a lot of people that have that are subscribing to. Unlikely. Del- yeah, it's it's Del- unlikely. Delphine's porn. <clears throat> so again, that's where my concern is that like everything is getting... Like the, that, like that is insane to me that you're making up an, a reason to shut someone down. Like, is that I've, a conspiracy? Uh, is it because like all this stuff no, got man. taken off of apparently Instagram? Like, no one can have anything. Yeah, the censorship went up really hard recently. It, it went up pretty hard. Art is still pretty good. Like, you can still have almost basically full frontal nudity in artwork. But yeah, like, but uh, sexualized people is yeah. like trigger warning. It's all like oh, no, sensitive it's... content. So the whole thing, I, I think now they have like sensitive content buttons or whatnot. If you're scrolling through, it'll be like blanked out. So like no, you no, have now to be. That, now it's like these sites are being shut down. Yeah, they're like, being shut down entirely. I have a, I know I have a bunch of photographer friends that do lewd photography. Yeah. And they're like, I'm being told that as of this day, my account won't exist anymore if I continue to post stuff from it. So I have to restart a new account, lose all my followers. Like they're, it's like they do it to like reset them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so they, because they think that they won't go back and try to work hard to get all those followers back, right? That's messed up. That that it's weird to me, man. Because it's like, oh, you guys wanted censorship against hate speech. Well, now it's they have to blanket censor everything. Well, that's the problem, man. I like I'm also one of those people who, as much as I hate the concept of Donald Trump having a Twitter account, I also hate the idea of censorship. I've never been a censorship guy. I don't like it because well, that's how you know who the assholes are. And like we always say, like you can choose to look the other way. And ignore it until it dies. Like you can choose to not give it attention and then eventually it'll wither and die and then you can move on with your life. But then at the same well, maybe time, that's sorry, okay. go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, maybe they figured that out finally. And so all they thought of doing was just taking it away. So no one can look at all because yeah, yeah. clearly you were doing it wrong. Cause you guys gave him all the attention in the yep. world and look what happened. I mean, from day one, he, man, he, you let him do it. He soaked it up and got power from it and yeah. rallied people around himself because you gave him all this attention. You built a Nazi leader and you gave him the tools to spread his propaganda. And then you're like, I can't believe that Nazi went full Nazi. <laughs> I can't believe that Nazi did all the shit we didn't want him to do. Yeah, he did all the stuff. practically let him do it. I mean, I gave him all the tools to do it. I can't believe he did it. Who'd have thought he would use them? Yeah. Who'd have thought he'd work hard at this? Like, we thought if, he was lazy. Oh, <laughs> 
Really did. He's such a hard worker. Donald <laughs> Trump is such a hard worker. I mean, Think like, about that. he doesn't have a lazy bone in his body. All he wants to do is get bone spurs and sit in the sidelines and pretend he's a military dictator. Oh, oh no, but look at how much work he put into doing all the stuff that he did do. I don't mean good <laughs> stuff. I mean, look at what he's created out of all of his hard work as a troll. Yeah, no, in that sense, you're absolutely right. I mean, like, he worked super hard to get where he was right now. He was as active and as busy on his social media presence as The Rock. I mean, like, and that's saying something. <laughs> he, he made it, he basically was so good at riling up the other side. Yeah. Just with his, with his tactics that he, that the work got done for him. Like, yes. he, he, they, they, yeah, man, they gave it to him. And so now they're like, fuck, I guess we have to literally shut him down. So everyone stops talking to him and then he goes away. <laughs> That's all they got. They're like, shut him down. <laughs> we can't fight him. Wither, wither <laughs> and die, win. man. Wither and die. <laughs> yeah. We need uh, him to wither and die. Dude, I think, uh, I think we'll use that as our callback. I think we went full circle. Wither and die? Oh, yeah, we'll use wither. Well, no, I mean, like, <laughs> wither and die. Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald, you know, shitting on Trump. <laughs> shit yeah, on oh, yeah, that's fair. We'll you know, you know I, I wish him the best. We'll see what next adventure he gets to go on. I mean, it's, ba- yeah, exactly. Maybe another reality show. <laughs> Maybe another reality show. I'm looking forward to, like, what the new show is going to be. I feel oh, like. Oh, dude, I can't believe how, what season of, what season of the Americas are we on now? Season nine? Season 46. Season four, season four was, like, when the, the flood hit Texas, and then everyone forgot about the flood because of the McGregor fight. Yes. <laughs> That's right. It happened on the same weekend, so everyone forgot. Everybody forgot because, you know, McGregor, he's going to get beat up. So, like, everybody, Mayweather. <laughs> everybody wants to see McGregor, McGregor get beat up. Oh, my God. No, I, I think that's like, it's like uh, when you watch, say, like, I don't know, um, Seinfeld or one of those guys. Like, the Seinfeld, when it ended, you're like, I wonder what show's going to be next. Like, what's the next show going to be? Mm, he already okay, played. So we're not, you don't think this is the end of a season? Oh, no, no, I think this is the end of this show, but I think there's another show coming. Oh, you know, not, like he's he's okay. moving like from NBC to CBS. He's gonna get his own solo show. Yeah, so this, now this he's gonna get his like own show. The this was like the the Senate. This was called. It was about everybody. It was about Pelosi. It's about all of them. It's about it, America. It was uh, what do they call him? A um, oh, uh, when you have like friends where there's no one main character, but he's yeah, yeah, like yeah. the loudest so voice. He gets spin off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna get nice. the spin off in his own show now. Now it's gonna be Donnie. It's Donnie. <laughs> Right, right now it was called like America, like Trump's America or whatever. Maybe it's called like yeah. Trump's <laughs> whatever. And now it's going to be yeah. like when Joey got his own sitcom, he's getting, yeah. he's getting Donnie. It'll be like, it'll be Donnie in like a pan across lettering, but it'll be that casual partial ending saxophone note. Yeah. Like in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like doo doo doo. And it's like Donnie. Yeah. You know, exactly. and everyone's yeah. even more mad because like they gave him the spin off. We hate that guy. We wanted Kramer. <laughs> we wanted fucking, yeah, we wanted who, who did we want? We wanted Biden to get a spinoff because they, it would be like Biden's presidency would have been the spinoff show and he'd be saying crazy shit. They wanted, they wanted Kramer to get the spinoff and so they gave it to Newman. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what this is. We're getting the yeah. Newman show. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. We wanted the crazy old secret racist to get the solo project, but he didn't get it. So he we gave it to the racist. We gave it to the full blown racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, good show. The, the numbers, the numbers. The numbers but, uh, on a racist game, that's going to blow up, man. They're going to get so good ratings on that show. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to be it's gonna be a good show. I, I think it's going to be watchable. I don't think it's going to be a uh, a complete eight-season train wreck. He might get you know one or two good years out of it, but he's yeah. going to get one more show. We'll see what he does. Yeah, exactly. Melania is always going to be hiding like pool boys in the closet when he gets home. It'll be hilarious. No, they're going to kill her off. 
<laughs> like, yeah, uh, eventually he'll just get sick of that the pool boy thing and kill her. No, no. Remember Archie Bunker when like I know you're, again you're probably a lot you're a little bit younger than I am. I know Archie Bunker, but I don't know how the show went. Like the, the end of it. Right? The show was all in the family, and that was like the Archie mm-hmm. Bunker show, right? And then the yeah. next like the last season of it, they wanted to do something really weird, so they killed Edith off. So like she wasn't even there, and it was called Archie Bunker's place. And like Archie was on his own, and like Edith's dead, and now he's a widower. And then, uh, what's her name? Um, the, his his daughter, the one who's married to Rob Reiner, the hippie guy that he hated. Yeah, Meathead. So she, uh, okay. Sally Struthers, she got her own show for a season, and they got her divorced, where she was a single mother now. So they got rid of the Edith, who was arguably one of the most fun parts of Archie Bunker. And then they got rid of Meathead and gave Sally Struthers her own show, and they both failed like within a year. What was going on behind the scenes that they made those power moves? Man, that's <laughs> I don't crazy. know, man. It's you bonkers. know that's not like, oh, we got some good show ideas. No, they wanted people out of there. They wanted people out of there. They, you know, they Aunt wow. Viv to Edith. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what I love, too? There's this, uh, who I've been listening to lately. I think it's Kendrick Lamar. Oh, gosh. No, I think it's J. Cole. Um, one of them has this song where it's all like referencing 90s sitcom characters that were no role models. Okay, the song No Role Models, he's basically explaining all his role models were TV parents. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he's like R.I.P. Uncle Phil at the beginning of the song because the actor died. Right? Yeah. Like, that's, how real, that's how current the song is. But then he's like, I want the dark-skinned Aunt Viv, Viv yeah, style yeah. of something. He's like, you know what I want? I want the dark-skinned Aunt Viv style of true love. So I, she was the he wanted, better. He wanted OG. What? He she was the better Aunt Viv. Yeah, and he's saying that everybody knows yep. that the OG mom was the real mom, and things were too complicated, so they had to remove her. Yep. You know, and that's like, wow, that's fucked. But yeah, the 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 OG dark skin line. Aunt Viv. Yeah, that, I want dark skin Aunt Viv true love. What are you saying? Like the way that like yeah, ugh, I, I will I that song man, I will agree one hundred percent. Like I mean, that was one of those shocks as a kid when like they changed her out. And it was never like what she didn't have the same kind of pop. Like when Aunt Viv told you that you weren't being good at life, the original Aunt Viv, yeah, you knew you weren't being good at life. She was a real mom. Yep, she was a real mom. Aunt Viv, new Aunt Viv, light skinned Aunt Viv was an actor portraying a mother. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I. That's what I got. Exactly. A a caring sense. What what you think a daytime television sitcom for kids? Lovely mom, white mom. Yeah. Like with the OJ. And Aunt Viv was just a real ass mom. That's like, I'm raising you because your mom's a piece of shit. Well, she she'd that. been through stuff. Like that Aunt Viv had yeah, seen like, the Civil yeah, War like, move or the what's it called the Civil Rights Movement. Yeah, because yeah. they were like college educated, and that was the whole point, right? Like they're like we were activists, and we were act. Yes, yeah, real real Aunt Viv. <laughs> they they were the TV version of what the Obamas were. Yes. Yeah. Of what the Obamas <laughs> wish they could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were exactly like it's almost. Conspiracy theories. Maybe they engineered the Obamas to be like, we need Uncle Phil, we need Aunt Viv in the White House. Like, ASAP. They stole those actors' DNAs and then they spliced them together with Manchurian candidate stuff, and boom, you got a president and a first lady. The world's a a mess. That's all. That's (laughs) how easy it is, isn't it? You just use Manchurian candidate science. Well, that was just hypnosis, wasn't it? They they just like uh, the hypnosis. They put a pill in there. No, they put a pill in there too. Was there something in there as well? Like, or not a pill, a microchip size. A microchip. Like a pill shaped microchip that goes all the way into his brain yeah, so that yeah. when they need him to turn it on yeah they like, can activate because they because they put him in he killed that guy he walked yeah, out yeah, with yeah. the water and burn and drowned that dude <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No, dude he was so graphic he just like held him down and the other guy's watching him like oh, what the fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, 
he just since when do you murder people like that's kind of you know this is new <laughs> yeah but so yeah he yeah he's like hypnosis and persuasion but because of the microchip thing and like they put that's him through right. sur- they were all they were all put in that surgery bed and modified and, oh man there were like a yeah. lot of movies like that right marathon man manchurian candidate the omega man like there were some like bleak ideas of what human beings would do given the worst of, situation yeah. yeah capable of for for power for right? power or whatever you want to say power greed whatever you want to call it whatever they're after man I'm that's, a, that's the thing man okay here's here's a good example politicians aren't there's no way that they're like evil villain evil by nature no 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 no. clearly they're doing it for greed and money it's Why always would they do yeah. bad things because they're like yeah they're not like that no man no 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 i think you're you're right this is what i've always thought politicians are greedy people who want they they don't they just want to be like the cool kid in high school with power and control and that's it but they're doing for money once they have it once they have enough like once they realize the kind of money they can get it Mm -hmm. gets worse it gets worse but continue but there is an underbelly of people who have real power who aren't politicians and they Mm -hmm. aren't like you don't know who they are they're just these organizations and they're called things i mean things like you know parents for microphones like weird shit like that and you're like what is that like why are they having gamers against weed like (laughs) a gamers against weed (laughs) exactly like the my pillow guy has got notes on the the cia like you're like this guy's a he's a crackhead he's a former crackhead born again christian and he's gonna advise on like matters of uh, about the cia there's gotta be something else going on there oh yeah that, but that's what I'm saying. So when you think about it, it's like it's a way to understand that maybe they are doing bad things or things are the way they are because they're greedy. Yeah. Why would they do them? Because they're not making any money but being evil. That wouldn't add up in reality. No, like, man. That means that we live in a cartoon world and then villains are just villains for the sake of villainy. Oh, th- exactly. They're just bad because it's fun to be bad. So there's no way that's real. So there's got to be a reason that stuff like this happens. Yeah. Oh, money. So why don't people think of it like that? Like, why aren't they that... Oh, maybe there is a thing that's more than just what I'm looking at in front of my face. Yeah, man. Well, because it's like it's hard to explain to people. I think like there's everybody kind of thinks that the media is like uh, is is talking to the entire world, and they're really not. Uh, like all no. the media is talking to about like 15 percent of the world, and they they just feed you like you know chicken feed, and you just go up there and you pick it up and you eat it in your fat and you walk away. Yeah. Eat some of it. it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, someone else is here. I better go. Yeah, I better go. And then, you know, you kind of, uh, you have all these things are happening that, you know, people are willing to look into and they're conspiracy theories and some are total bullshit and some are crazy. Like, you know, pedophiles and pizza joints, like all that weird shit, but other stuff just sticks, right? That's because of the lizard, man. Exactly. It's because of the Saurians. It's because of the Saurians. But there's other shit out there that just like, it just makes too much sense. Like Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) Epstein didn't fucking kill himself, man. There were people that have a good thing going that don't want it ruined. Yep. You kill a guy. That's like mobster shit. That's base level mobster shit. We all know that's how they work. Why would the government not do anything different? They could do it easier. Yeah. It's the end of Goodfellas. They could do it lazy. They, they did it lazy and they I, got away with it. They did it lazy and they got away with it. It's like right now, like the end of Goodfellas is doing this whole, like it's in, in the news, right? Because the montage of when they take everybody down. So they're showing like, you know, Trump is like, Trump is out and then like, uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway's out, McEnany's out, and they're using the Goodfellas Layla music to show like all these people getting out. But they're missing the point that, meanwhile, behind the scenes, Jimmy is just sitting in a diner with a smile on his face while the camera's watching him because he secretly kind of put the whole thing together. Like mm. nobody's talking about so, the one dude who put all this shit together to watch them all burn. So who's Jimmy? That's what I'm saying. Like there's, I think it's, uh, I think it's like organizational. But it's a, but the thing is, is if that's the case, it's somebody who's just as much. So it's Pelosi. 
probably McConnell. I think it's McConnell. I think McConnell is secretly to, Jimmy. What does he have to gain? Money, man. He gets to stay in there. I mean, like, that's why I kind of think this whole thing that he's doing was like, well, I'm not going to vote on anything right now. Let it go. Well, you know, once uh, Biden and Schumer and Pelosi have everything, they're going to do their own thing. And McConnell gets away with no blood in his hands. And Trump gets him. He gets impeached and he goes to jail. And McConnell's like, I didn't do it. And his constituents still vote for him. And he's still there. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, well, it's job security. And they probably gave him an option, too. They're like, look, man, yeah. walk away. Walk away. Keep your job. <laughs> They're all looking for plea bargains. These motherfucking lawyers are lawyers. They know how to plea bargain. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfucking lawyers are lawyers, man. Well, they know how to deal with this. Yeah, They're dude. all creating these crafty ass plans. How can I make the most money and get away without getting caught? Absolutely. I even got They're this smarter idea. than it's unfortunately they're clever. That's not smart, that's clever. They're clever. They're, they're, if they were intelligent human beings, they wouldn't be doing that shit. They'd be help finding better ways to make the place better. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly right. If they were more intelligent, they'd make the world better. But they're clever at covering their ass, so this is all we get. And it gets them money, right? They're and it gets them money. at their own personal success. I mean, we'll see Satanists. what happens, but... Huh? They're Satanists. <laughs> they're Satanists. I, uh, well, I, I, in a funny way, they are, because that's what the motto is like. Self-empowerment, manipulating others for your own personal gain. Like, okay. how to, you know... They're like everybody crosses. And you know what? It's like it's Satanists calling other Satanists Satanists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like it's taint Satanists them. calling the kettle black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to taint them in the media. It's like, but you're a Satanist. Yeah, but they don't know. You're. All, we're all Satanists, idiot. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. Pretending. Don't uh, call me out for being a Satanist because now I have to answer for that. But I'm a new world Satanist. You're an old world Satanist, so you're more evil yeah. than I am. There's way less blood sacrifice in the new world Satanist. Oh god. Uh, but yeah, sorry. I, I we had a good point. And I ruined it with Satanism. No, no, it's it's good. I'm gonna I'll end it there. <laughs> the freaking lawyers are lawyers. <laughs> the fucking lawyers are lawyers, man. They not. Oh, uh, Dan, thanks for uh, making it out today, buddy. Yeah, dude. Uh man, it was a good day, and I uh, wanted to wanted to cap it off because I'm starting work next week, so I'm excited for that. I can That's still awesome. I can for sure probably pop in again for Sunday next Sunday. Cool, man. We're uh, we'll keep it going, and then um, at backside attack, yeah. Raj is gonna be back like sooner or later. I'll probably I, I might do one with him tomorrow because I know he wants to talk more about the presidential Trumpy shit. Sweet. So we'll do one. I'll, uh, uh, I'll let you know how the first week back in a, in a hair salon after lockdown goes. Yeah, man. I'm excited to hear about that. I think it's gonna be a frustratingly hectic week. <laughs> I'll fade out. We'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, bye. Oh, what time bye is it? I gotta remember to eat. I didn't eat all day. Yeah, oh, God. I totally can't eat. I can't see it.